So we've had some queries on whether Hafta can be heard on the go or only streamed since the subscribers only podcast will no longer be available directly through SoundCloud or Stitcher or on iTunes. So subscribers will have to come to News Laundry and listen through our podcast player which also has the option of downloading the podcast and listening to it later offline. But this is available on our app only this feature of downloading the podcast. So you can download it and save it on your device. But this feature is on our apps only. If you're listening to our podcast on a laptop through our website, www.newsrunny.com, you can continue to surf the web even as you surf the net. You can, uh, you know, listen to our podcast, but you cannot download. Coffee cool podcast player hai, so you will have a very very pleasurable listening experience. Download our app available on Android Store and on iOS. Do subscribe. This is a news laundry podcast and you're listening to NL Hafta. Angrez apna lagan aur news laundry apna hafta kabhi nahi chhodte. Welcome to News Laundry Hafta. I'm Abhinandan Sekri. A very happy Republic Day to everyone. We're going to discuss is an outdated concept this show of military strength with a very very interesting panel. But before I introduce the panel, thank you so much all of you who are listening. Because if you're listening to this podcast, you are paying subscribers. Because as of this podcast, this episode of Hafta, we have gone behind the paywall. So those of you who stuck with us, thank you so much. We survive because of you. We will grow because of you. We are forever in your debt, and also debt of the panelists who come free of cost. Exactly. <laughs> who I will just introduce you to only for a cup of coffee and a peanut butter sandwich. So and also subscribers are paying for this paywall, not Mexico, right? Not Mexico say, okay. subscribers are paying for this paywall. How about that? So thank you, subscribers, for being part of this hafta. Spread the word. Get more people to subscribe. When the public pays, the public is served. When advertisers pay, advertisers are served. That's why we need you to pay. <clears throat> this podcast is produced by Karthik Nijhavan. Thank you, Karthik, and recorded by Anil. So, this hafta on the panel we have uh, consulting editor Anand Ranganathan. Hello. So, Anand, did you do the jelly cut? Did you hang on to any <laughs> bulls back? No, I've had Tamils. No, he didn't. Um, jelly cut. Jelly cut. Cut. <laughs> so that was Hartosh Singh Bal, political editor of Caravan and celebrated journalist, who was just before we started recording taking barbs at Tamils. Because no, only Anand, at Anand, do not misrepresent. Because Anand, Anand had taken a barb at Punjabis. <laughs> no, but can I just say? I mean, you know, I, I, I'll think twice before locking horns with Hartosh because you know, one Hartosh is equal to seven luck. That's the equation, you know. Clearly, horns are on his mind. <laughs> and our award-winning journalist, we must be sick of the joke, but Manisha clearly yeah, is. Yeah, enough with the award-winning. Manisha Hello. Pandey and our editor-in-chief Madhu Trehan who is just back from the Jaipur Literature Festival. Hi, Hi. Madhu. How was it? Uh. <laughs> okay, she's laughing. So. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And Kishle, our other consulting editor, Hi Kish, who's also been a journalist for over two decades and has reported extensively from the Northeast. Hi, Abhinandan. Before we start... Oh, but before we start, I mean, you know, today is uh, 25th. So tonight the Padma Awards would be declared. Oh really? So uh, I think there's there's a, there's a fair chance chan some amongst this panel might get it. I I'm looking at Madhu and Hartosh. Never, never, never. Every year, never. I don't know for somehow or the other. I would take that as a serious insult. If a journalist gets Padma Shri for Hartosh and Padma Bhushan for Madhu, that means you're not doing your job. 
टॉकिंग आधार कार्ड इन सब वर्जन ऑफ सुप्रीम कोर्ट गाइडलाइन न्यूज लॉन्ड्री सब्सक्राइब करना कंपलसरी है तभी आप दस हजार विदड्रॉ कर सकते हो देन आई लाइक एक्सेप्ट अवार्ड यू नो अच्छा लेट्स मूव ऑन सो मधु हेस्टली कट्स ऑफ माय अटेम्प्ट्स एट ह्यूमर मुझे यहाँ काटने वाले चार हैं मैं अकेला बेचारा सो वी आर गोन डिस्कस द फॉलोइंग पंजाब इलेक्शन हरतोष सिंह बादल सॉरी बाल ट्रांसलेशन ऑफ तोबा इन इंग्लिश इंग्लिश में पंजाबी ट्रांसलेशन इन इंग्लिश वॉट इज तोबा तोबा ओ नो God forbid. इलेक्शन give any schemes or sops to those particular states i i don't know how that's actually possible then one dies in the frenzy during sharukh khan's rice promotion at the vadodara railway station a bela bhatia's house in chatisgarh attacked in fact we've carried a piece on this uh things in chatisgarh remain the same it's shocking in spite of the amount of media it gets then the cbi has to look into the allegation against its own former chief ranjit sinha this is going to be an interesting one i'm sure hartosh will have a lot to say on this The bench said it was convinced that ex-agency director had abused his authority to influence the investigation into the case. And then last week's uh, train derailment near Vizagapatnam <coughs> or Vizag Vishakhapatnam is turning out to be the deadliest year for rail travel in India. Uh, over 180 people have died in rail accidents this year. It's the highest toll since 2010, I'm told. Then the Congress and SP alliance is finally on. We'll discuss Shah Rukh Khan's piece. I thought it was a really good piece in today's Indian Express on. why i will not do a meryl streep has everyone read it yep 
I read it, but I didn't find it. Uh, I mean, I like Shah Rukh Khan. Hmm. I like it. I like most of the stuff that he says. He's interesting, but this piece was just rambling, and I, I couldn't figure out what it was about. Chal, we'll go in tomorrow on that. I loved it. So, Brahmin Swami's surgical strike on Narayana Goswami's Republic. I found this very interesting. I just read his letter. I think he should get a Padma for whatever for just being funny for the last forty years. <laughs> Since Bofors, he, he has not been a Padma awardee as yet. I don't know. Maybe he is. Who knows? Amazing. Okay. But I he should know. get something for just being purely entertaining. And Arna Blight makes his debut on Times now. Oh and yeah. It was unsurprising and expected. Rahul Shiv Shankar. Rahul Shiv Shankar. I'm talking about Rahul Shiv Shankar. I remember Arnab Light. Yeah, I did. And uh, no point for journalism. I thought at Davos, uh, and I'll tell you why. Vikram Chandra's panel. I was really disappointed, especially after I saw how the U.S. media reacted to the lies that Spicer, what's the White House press secretary's name, and how they held him accountable at Davos on a panel. The chairperson of the State Bank of India. completely lied her way through a panel and vikram did not challenge it i thought that was what's the point of being a journalist you can't do that and not read um hartosh's stories which i am guilty of that but i've read it so vikram has never challenged i've never seen him but he's a also, ceo ceo i've never seen him not anymore some whatever he's no i have never like seen him i've seen i've been on one panel with him where i was frankly attacking kapil sibyl on the he told us uh, he yeah. has to calm down and he was ju- not only a calm down he shut me up he tried to shut me up in so that he could do his mukhaning with kapil <laughs> and i told him i said stop this vikram Hmm. You can't do this. So let's and he just, was doing this. He was he was shutting me down so that he could carry on his muckering. So let's just finish this off. The White House press secretary Spicer, he his first statement he came and attacked the media and told five lies. Do you think the media's response they've hit back hard? Time magazine has carried some interesting pieces. CNN everyone went hard back at him. Do you see that happening in India? Uh, I mean the kind of lies that people say from platforms and they go unchallenged by the media. No 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 that's simply also question of institutionally what the media is in the US. In India by the time Narendra Modi came to power and propagated his and continues to propagate his own bunch of lies and spins 10 years of the UPA and the previous 10 governments had already hollowed out the media to the point they were never asking anybody straight questions you know so there's a little chance it would happen under narendra modi so the media and the upa had made it very comfortable for modi to step into a hollow media space oh he came and crushed what the upa had basically hollowed out in the first place shawn spicer shawn spicer correct and um, incidentally trump was angry with him he said he wasn't forceful <laughs> enough is that right yes he's actually you know scolded him so for those of you who didn't see it sean spicer's first address of the media was and because he is the white house press secretary he's going to be dealing with the media often enough they thought he'd come up and there'd be some sort of a, the expectation was they would start off with a conciliatory note and you know then i thought it was shocking uh Tell us, Madhu, what he said and what was most no, shocking I'll, about I'll it. I'll tell you what was most shocking was the the extension of Donald Trump's personality through this man, in which uh, basically you guys are nothing. You're nobody. You're dishonest. You're prostitutes. He might as well have said that. And then subsequently, also uh, uh, Donald Trump's meeting in this uh, meeting the CIA in a room which was which has only been used once by Obama. It's called the Star Room, where people, uh, CIA agents who've lost their lives, there's a star for each one of them, and it's a hallowed space, not used for anything else except when Obama went there once through his whole presidency, when uh, to thank the agents for the capture, the the capture and killing of uh, Osama bin Laden, mm. 
and he went there and spoke much like this Spicer fellow, just about how bad the press is and how they're full of lies and all this kind of thing. So they're starting off on all fronts in a very ugly fashion. And then his Twitter handle uh, had a picture of the crowds at the swearing-in and they they used Obama's picture. Obama's is swearing in uh, picture because their crowds were too thin. Is that right? Yes. And then when uh, immediately Twitter went to town on it and put the two pictures together and said, you've stolen the picture from Obama's hmm. um, uh, inauguration, which had over a million and a half people. Hmm. And this guy had 200,000 apparently. Uh, they changed it. They took it off and they replaced it with the flag. Wow. So they didn't replace it with their own. Yeah. because No, but I just thought um, the way he went at the press was bad enough, but the way the press hit back was wonderful. Now here, you know, the two instances I want to give are that uh, in Davos, there's this, you know, whatever it's supposed to be where people go I don't and... Know, is it a junket? Is it something that Davos pays for mm-hmm. and journalists... No, they, uh, I, no, Davos doesn't pay for it. The journalists pay for it, but a lot of them are sponsored. Like, I, I know Hero has traditionally been sponsoring a lot of NDTV. So it's sort of a junket. If you go there, some or the other company will be sponsoring your... Not necessarily. Not necessarily. I mean, that no. way every news bulletin is a junket. Yeah. Because, you know, you're, you're sponsored. Without, without sponsoring, you will not get airspace. You will not be able to buy travel unless the subscribers are paying so that's the that's the model in which journalism unless public no, that's even no, including commercials in no it's not is a junket it NDTV it's, paying it's not a, yes yeah. NDTV yeah, yeah. is paying but okay. it's sponsored like any other show is sponsored any other show is sponsored so, <coughs> uh, so in that there was a panel with um, Nirmala Sitaraman that Harvard professor who had written the critique of demonetization Everybody has written a critique of demonetization. Not everybody. (laughs) And then there was Arundhati Bhattacharya, the SBI chairperson. For one, the NDTV super had her as chairman. So, chairwoman, chairwoman, chairperson. She's very evidently a woman. It's a chairman. And she says very casually, see, the thing is something of such a scale happened and there wasn't a single death. She said this. And we have a fantastic piece by Anand documenting, you know, all the hardships that happened. The, and there were many deaths that happened. You can say some were heart attacks. That is my proposal for future legislation. What? I've said this before. Announce it. If there are no deaths, pass it, basically. <laughs> <laughs> because why, that is the measure. I actually debate any public Because that policy. is the measure. That is the measure. No, no but no the fact that, must be that she to... says that and Vikram just sat there for an hour and let it go. And they discussed that. I just thought, as a journalist, isn't it no, a that's job That's against to say? his DNA. He's never been confrontational ever, so don't expect it of him. But as a journalist, you're supposed to say that's he's incorrect. Not a yes, I, don't he's, think I agree. With, he's not. A, I've never considered him as a journalist. Okay, then Rahul Shivshankar. Rahul well, Shivshankar. Can we, on, <laughs> no. Actually, can we just go back one second? On, and I'd love to hear uh, everyone's view on on, on this. Uh, the question of how the American uh, press reacted to uh, Sean Spicer and to to Donald Trump. And in my experience, this is what I've found, that whenever a news organization or a reporter gets up in a press conference and asks a really tough or aggressive question of a politician, people get upset with him. Other journalists get upset with them. This has been my experience. Why did you ask this question? That is sometimes it happens. And the person who is on the right side of uh, the power in uh, people in power at that point is actually admired is by other journalists is in some way given some kind of strange respect that I've seen which is to me questionable 
is questionable that people who are doing this are sucking up to and getting access to people in power. Other journalists are... So you basically make it difficult for even though guys who want to seriously report to report. Not only Yeah, so, so how would say if this happened and the Indian journalists are sitting there, uh, would the Indian journalists, would all of us get up and say that you can't talk to us like that? We are going to ask questions and you're damn well going to answer it. No, they'll say... This is my experience. I'm not sure, but this is my experience. Well, yeah, I've seen it happen. I think it is up to the journalist concerned to make sure his voice is still heard, her voice is still heard. But yes, as a community, we fail ourselves because uh, we are not aligned with the idea of journalism. Most of the people sitting there are aligned with some politician, some political point of view. The person who's asking questions, they are indebted to that person. They will bat for that person rather than the idea of journalism. Or are ideologically committed. But the ideological commitment is also weak in this country. It is more to do with personalities. You know, the ideological commitment is secondary. At least if it's an ideological commitment, you can question a minister even when he's from the same ideology because you disagree with his conduct. The commitment also, is to individuals I, I, and whatever is given out by these individuals. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, I think a couple of points. What, her, what Hartosh has said is quite right. It does not matter the uh, ideological stance of the journalist. But... His kowtowing to a politician is, you know, as far as asking questions is concerned. Mm. Because if a person is of a left ideology and he's free to ask a question of a BJP per person, uh, you know, he would do that. But You're the point he doesn't is, even do that. Yeah. I, no, but I, I, think I think in America, I, I, if a, politi- have, if a journalist a, is sucking up, he's looked down on. Yeah. Yeah. Here's but, the other way around. But, but I, I would rather, you know, I mean, while agreeing this, I'd, I'd say that you know, the number of uh, press conferences that uh, one has attended of several, several chief ministers. I haven't, I can't recall of one press conference where journalists have actually confronted the politician with facts because we are, uh, as a community out here, extremely lazy. We mm-hmm. don't do our homework. We go to these press conferences virtually, you know, just for a bit of a chai and asta and getting the sound bite or getting a little quote and coming back and doing Absolutely. the story. Absolutely. You land up half the way out reading true. the full cover story. Absolutely. You read 2,000 and words of the 7,000. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, just one, one more point. I, I, I disagree with Hartosh to the extent that people have, I mean, for the last two and a half, three years, they have criticized Narendra Modi and the government left, right and center. The point is not the problem of the journalists. The point is that uh, Narendra Modi and his ministers refused to attend a press conference. I mean, they, they basically buy their time out or news time out through uh, a scripted interview or through, I mean, you know. So where do you ask him questions? But I think, you can't. I, but I think what, In America, it's different. I mean, but I think know, the point that Hartosh and Madhu are making is that there is enough of a critical mass of journalists who don't make that necessary because, like, suppose he's not addressing the media, he's not taking questions... If there is an overwhelming majority who says that, dude, this is unacceptable, yeah, why can't fine. you have a, a But there would be a sizable chunk, you know, let's name it Z, Times Now, uh, the, 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 the News X, who will praise him to the sky and these few together constitute about 30-40% of the market. So but that's enough for him to not an, give a shit about Another it. thing which is more, more important than just peer pressure, because at least journalists as a whole, I think amongst themselves respect people who stand up to power in, within the community when this... A journalist who's asked an uncomfortable question has to go back to his own organization where he will be asked, what the hell were you doing yeah. there? Mm. And that is really the worst pressure. Most organizations don't want their journalists True. to be confronting uh, politicians. No, and that is where the real problem lies, actually. And Anant, uh, even in America, they are worse off. Donald Trump did not face a single press conference except for just the other day, yeah. the entire he the entire campaign was on Twitter. 
He did not believe when pressing is facing the press. Hillary Clinton, who is supposed to be much far more savvy with the press, for six months she did not meet the press. So America can get worse. In fact, our politicians actually meet the press far more often than uh, you know. No, the no what I meant was as, as a president, as a pres not but as Obama once you're in power, also. they don't have to when they're campaigning. But once they're in power, they are duty once bound. Once you're in office, yeah. yeah. Once you're in office, you absolutely have to have a press conference. And the point here is that Narendra Modi, as we've mentioned here before, that the first week he came into power, he said that the media will no longer set the agenda. We will. And that's what he's done. And he's his, set the agenda. And his own mind, man ki baat. And <laughs> yeah. whatever. And the point is that he, that if there was enough pressure from serious news organizations that demanded that uh, accountability that the prime minister must have a press conference every two months or three months or whatever. But the, our community is not united enough to put that kind of a thing, pressure forward. And, and also, if, for he, and if he offers someone, if he dangles a carrot, then I'll give you like what Anu Singh scripted interview. You should refuse. People lap it up. Yeah. Then and he doesn't need... Again, uh, why, as you said, why Narendra Modi? Yeah, Sonia Gandhi, yeah, uh, Rahul same, Gandhi, same, same, same kind of... So we same, have a long tradition. He's just like Sonia Gandhi, the interview that she gave with... Rajdeep. Rajdeep, yeah, which was this agreed-upon interview that you will only ask these questions about Indira Gandhi. Why would you do an interview which you're only going to ask questions about Indira Gandhi for a PR job for her birth centennial or whatever it was? Yeah, exactly. Okay, uh, then we'll just quickly wind up two more things. I, I'd like uh, young Manisha to come in here who hasn't spoken yet. Young, yeah, Manisha. young Manisha. One is, uh, so uh, Arnab Light made his debut on Times Now. Uh, on his show also there is this gentleman called RSN Singh who keeps representing Raw. Do you... I, do you know him? Uh, the pirate man with a no 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 no, no, no. he's uh, he's a raw guy who keeps <laughs> this guy he keeps coming as a raw ex expert here. Yeah? He's like over the top. He like talks. Uh, do you know him, Kish? I don't know him personally. But do you know who I'm talking about? Yeah. yeah. Do you know who I'm talking about? Who's the gentleman who wears these silk uh, squares on his coat pocket? No, no. He dresses. He's eclectic dress sense he has. So depending on his mood, he's dressed. But he's always talking complete shit. So, like, he's <laughs> saying that we should probe the Maoist angle and the Islamic terror angle in JNU. Ba basically, any connection he makes. Yeah. No wonder. Yeah. I've discussed him before. But I think he used to come on Gaurav Savan's shows also, if I'm not yes, mistaken. Yes, he used to come on he's, he's, yeah. Now, the point I'm making is he was on Arnab Light's show and he was making bizarre, <laughs> like, he was in the bizarre zone ki jaise in at Subramanian Swami's peak, na, <laughs> ki while Sonia Gandhi was a waitress, she was actually carrying Russian secrets here, there, you know, those kind of things. <laughs> so... He was making those kind of claims. And and very seriously, Arnab Light was looking and nodding. Why will anyone take news seriously if such people can sit and get away with it? And I'll just finish before. RSN Singh, so I, someone tweeted to me. I, I said, how can this guy, why will people take news seriously? So someone tweeted me a link of a website called Citizens Rights Group, which apparently is run by some former raw people. And there, the chief editor called Naresh Sood uh, has written a piece that RSN Singh is appearing in some TV channels presenting himself as a raw officer. He's not. He was on deputation from the armed forces and he wasn't considered good enough by Raw to keep, but he's given some <laughs> such article he's written. So below that, people have commented, <laughs> you clerical cunt, do you know that RSN Singh is a regular speaker in your training academy? I'm assuming this guy runs a training academy. And this gentleman has slightly, you know, uh, maroonish hair. He also apparently is a former Raw officer, a, a retired colonel. A.S. Sinha, ex-Raw, in the comment section says, look at your horrendous sense of dressing up and henna dyed hair. It is typical of clerks who travel on da the Dada Dev chartered bus to CGO complex. A Jawan in the army has more dignified sense of dressing up than you. So this chief How editor <laughs> says, Teri Maki. <laughs> 
so that is the quality of exchange between retired army retired raw officers but i mean once you heard general bakshi then i think everything is, is real is it real is has we faking comments are you sure this guy is credible this chief no, no, or whatever naresh so it's credible but incredible that's for sure why do you worry about panelists when we have a police force that decides on its own one day that a train accident has been caused by isi huh. where, where even the nia is refuting it nobody else families are being picked up people are being accused of so the entire country is being run by people who are just hatching conspiracy theories you know you go on twitter somebody will tell you you are a khalistani or in your case i don't know what they call you depending on whoever Me, feels like him yeah, yeah, i'm not sure like naksal i'm by and large naksal <laughs> Are you Khalistani? Usually, how are you? Oh, they can't find anything else. So it's <laughs> Khalistani. Okay. So um, now coming to let's start off with Punjab. Uh, your Khalistan piece. Khalistan to Punjab. Huh? No, no, I'm not. 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 I'm but uh, you know from your piece what i what i read is first of all uh, you didn't have a problem in punjab uh, you know when you travel if, uh, doing a piece like this i mean i'm just saying that as a journalist that means there is relative more freedom that you can write a piece like this and not be attacked by the badals who are supposed to run punjab like a tight ship no i i don't think there is any physical threat of attack or whatever in much of this country i think delhi journalists are relatively plus you i don't think that the problem is physical assault in this country the problem is that most of the time you can't get such information out most places will suppress it so Why it won't be published it won't get published in punjab itself most places will not talk about majithia's role or what has already surfaced some of it doesn't come out at all because the ed has been sitting on the investigation for such a huge time this is where question should be asked of the ed and after all mr jetley is the person the ed reports to mr jetley and majithia campaign manager etc same campaign conflict of interest questions arise one should go out of the way to make sure the ed is investigating majithia that whole chain of the investigation has been left alone he has been named as facilitating international drugs smuggling mm, cartels in right. canada so at least let's find one way or the other resolve this let the investigation come out it should be either you know, close it is, and acquit him this is so eerily similar to if uh, correct me if i am wrong hartosh but you know jose joseph's investigation if you remember Jet. yeah i mean raw ib they just sit on it for 10 years and i mean there is <clears throat> concrete proof provided where uh, you know the chairman of jet airways has this connections and transcripts and everything like what you talk more majith here i'm just and people just sit on it a story like how long did were you in punjab for the story how long did you spend in punjab well i mean in my case it's not how long i spent in punjab i'm there quite often my yeah. uh, no i'm sure to quantify to do something like this if you to quantify how many resources worth x amount of money go into a story like this how would you quantify it it depends on if course, you were to do the story or i were to do see it makes a difference exactly. where, where the reporter starts my engagement with punjab a as years. a reporter so goes there's back a premium I, on that there's a premium on that i spent 6 years as a district correspondent in punjab my village is there i have a whole network of people so already information to me is already flowing from Correct. punjab sitting in delhi in a way that most reporters will not right. then i go travel my travel time is cut down simply because i know i have to go here 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 and you already and have certain people i already have places. people who will help me out show me places 
And Punjab is not a state where just because somebody is enforcing that there will be people on the ground who are afraid to speak, people mm. will speak, people will help you, people will give information. Actually, that's true of much of this country. So, in, Then in why don't we see more stories like this in our country? <clears throat> like this particular one. I mean, uh, like, I like a lot of stuff that Caravan does, but, you know, peace, for example, the piece on Arnab. You could make out it was done by, I think Rahul Segal had written it, if I'm not wrong. Rahul Bhatia. So, but I could see that was, I mean, you could make like 20 phone calls and like really do that story. But a story like this, there's a lot more investigation. There is paperwork that has obviously been gone through. Why do you, once, why does one not see more stories like this? When there are pe people with your kind of experience and there are quite a few of them. Look, open-ended investigations are the most uh, difficult stories. I mean, I didn't know necessarily. In my case, I had the information. I knew where I could get it. Uh, most of the time, when you commit to a long-format story, there is a premium. We also have budgets, resources, you know, to commit to an open-ended story. I was pretty sure I'd get it. But a reporter starting... But you could come back with nothing also. Uh, but to run the risk of coming back with nothing, with a cover to do after you've spent two months, in that sense, say, a profile makes more practical sense for us to do because once you've done the groundwork, the story will be there. So you have to be pretty sure to commit to something like this. You know, that To have stories which are open-ended where you're not sure what you will get, that is where real money and support in Indian journalism is needed and it's missing, which is why, you know, Josie's... Where you get stories, people like Josie, there is Ajmer in Economic Times. I can name a few journalists who are doing investigative stories, but to commit to them is one of the most problematic things, and it's rarely done in Indian journalism. What do you say, um, Kish? Um, do you find that there is not enough of a market or risk appetite to commit to a story such as this? I don't know if you've read it, but basically it has it has elements of... There's obviously investigation has been gone into, you know, where they ended up, where the... Then there is stuff from on the ground. Um, people within the party on the ground have been working, have been spoken to clearly. And if I'm not wrong, you're suggesting AAP has the edge in Punjab, Hartosh. I am not suggesting in that article. Today, I may say, because of what I'm hearing, in the article, I'm saying they are doing their best to lose that edge. For <laughs> but you have said that they have an edge. Huh? <laughs> no, I didn't. They had an edge by when I was traveling. The Congress was at least neck and neck, if not ahead of them. But I think what happened to the Congress in the past one month is that... Sidhu. Ticket no, not Sidhu. Ticket distribution. Tickets were being settled in Delhi. The entire Congress came and sat in Delhi. And while they were sitting here in Delhi, Rahul went for a 10-day trip. So in the middle of a campaign where everything had picked up for 20 days, the entire Congress campaign just came to a standstill on the ground because Rahul was traveling somewhere abroad. So that's no. what that is Christmas New Year week. God knows whichever week, I don't know where he was, but that is when the AAP has really gained over the last 20. It was the entire campaign was empty for everybody to just go do what they need to do on the field and the Congress was absent. Kish, your view? You know, Caravan is probably the only one that actually you know, uh, encourages and they do uh, long format journalism. Vasubhi others don't, others don't do long format journalism. <laughs> Television anyway does not have that uh, uh, scope of doing long format journalism because, you know, the, by the time you, you gather your logistics and your everything else, you know, you put together, even if you're doing a weekly show, it becomes very difficult of how much you can really pack in. Uh, you can't be spending two months on, on, on one show. You can't do all that stuff. But uh, Earlier, I think, you know, the quality of journalism, even if we did not do long format, was particularly during elections, since we are talking about, you know, a pre-election situation, is that we packed in much more. We There was a lot more resources, perhaps, but there was much, much more depth, even if in small, uh, you know, quick reports. Hmm. That's completely gone. I do, I think it's, in a, we, are, we are kind of witnessing an abysmal, uh, you know, degeneration of the quality of journalism, particularly election coverage. I don't, I haven't, you know, the last two weeks, three weeks, and we are just, 
I think election cards now resorts completely to opinion polls because they pull the eyeballs. Madhu, what what do you think has changed? You've seen this for long enough. No, I think it's changed. It's stating the obvious, no, because this it costs money to do uh, on the ground reporting and in depth reporting has suffered. I mean, we've been saying this for centuries now. I mean, it's boring. Polls is also paid big money. You no, can but actually. Poll, but the polls, I don't know why they're doing them because they're never right. And people are always lying when they ask questions of who you're going to vote for. They look at your clothes, they look where you're from, and they tell you what you they think you want to hear. So they're never they're never the polls have not been correct. So I don't know why they're bothering to do them even. There's something else also happening, which is important. I think you guys have discussed maybe the Hindustan Times, the layoffs that are happening. Yeah. But also we today, I've said. Today yeah. they've revealed their numbers. So they've, 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 they've made profits. Quarters, they've, yeah. Their profits have increased 25 percent at yeah. a time when they are using a lack of resources to lay off people. What are they lay off? They are laying off people on the ground, and they are at the moment replacing them by a few kids in Delhi who will go para drop and do the elections. That kind of information cannot be exchanged. What that person, when I'm talking about Punjab, my experience of having lived and reported from there, will never be matched by somebody who has woken up one day in Delhi, has gone to a good English medium school, maybe have gone to your boarding school and then goes and uh, why, why, goes, I, why do goes, I get goes and then goes and decides to report for two no, days but looks shows looks that great you're color, comes curious back, great copy no you're putting your finger on the exact thing that I don't think at this point readers are able to distinguish in terms of in-depth reporting and quality reporting the, uh, somebody who's para dropped over there and just writes any rubbish is still okay as far as the reader is concerned manisha what do you think no i'm curiously hindustan times has shut six bureaus in uttar pradesh in the time of elections so i don't understand if news gathering is primarily what newspapers are into and that kind of strength is very important during an election i don't understand the sense of laying off important places lucknow kanpur uh, calcutta of course but uh, Anyway, in an election time in when election it's UP, UP, you have six bureaus in Uttar Pradesh shutting down. I don't understand that. But I want to know from Hartosh because he's travelled so much in Punjab and he's well aware of the region. What Sub is the local? Sabse badiya lassi ka milti hai. Achha, no, not that. So. <laughs> no, what is the regional media scene there? Mein banti hai. Because uh, apparently this government exercises tremendous control on TV channels and print also. What is the kind of reporting that you're seeing there on elections? in newspapers or television channels look it varies a lot it's the simple fact is a lot of money gets pumped in and newspapers oblige this is a time to make a killing themselves you know so uh, at the moment there is no real fear of the government because once you are into the election code of conduct it's more a question of who can leverage how much money and i think people do decent amount of reporting but because paid news is simple your pages are bought on the same election in the same newspaper you can get two pages where the akali candidate is ahead and the congress candidate is ahead and both those news reports can appear that's part of how money is playing out on the ground i mean the thakurta's report had revealed this right yeah, paranjoy's that will continue you know you also have to understand the economics of how journalism functions at that level how individual journalists are hired they are hired basically given a card and they are supposed to collect ads and make revenue of that so but the coverage is still quite extensive it's not as the people are getting diluted there's a lot of noise on the ground it's not as on television yes because television is a medium that has an outlet through cable networks which the cable networks the badal control that the you can't get control. criticism of the badals but that doesn't mean that everything is. is all of print is shut but right. there is considerable control that's okay i'll just read an email from a listener and then we'll get back to this discussion very interesting discussion today and we have to get to the sharukh khan one because i want to know why madhu uh, thinks it's terrible um this is from meer amer hosain this letter 
मीर सेज जनाब कार्तिक आप और सारे फर्स्ट ऑफ ऑल आई लाइक टू अपॉलोजाइज इफ आई गेट साउंड उर्दू रॉन्ग मैं अपनी तरफ से कोशिश करूँगा पूरी लेकिन कोशिश पूरी ना हो तो माफ़ करना क्योंकि वादे टूट जाते हैं कोशिशें कामयाब हो जाती हैं आई आई होप मिस्टर थप्पड़ माई वे समीर आमिर हुसैन से जनाब कार्तिक आप और सारे अजीज़ान न्यूज़ लॉन्ड्री हफ्ता के मम्बरान को असलकम मीर साहब इस बार आपको कातिब कर रहा हूं क्योंकि मालूम चला आप ही खतों की छांट बीन करते हैं जनाब रंगा साहब को सुना और ऐसा मालूम हुआ कि जैसे शायद वो बड़े आलिमो फाजिल हो गए हैं दीन के मामलों में आई थिंक दिस इज इन रेफरेंस टू योर एंड माय डिस्कशन ऑन द कुरान एंड गॉड लास्ट गुड मुस्लिम चार किताबें पढ़ने से इल्म हासिल नहीं होता <laughs> <laughs> उसके लिए एक अच्छा उस्ताद चाहिए क्योंकि किताबें सब वही पढ़ते हैं पर नतीजे पढ़ने वाले की समझ और पढ़ाने वाले की सोच पर मनहसर हैं वरना हर तालब इल्म फैमान बहर याकीस नहीं बन जाता फैनमैन बहर याकीस अच्छा क्या कर रहे हो फैनमैन बोहर को तो ठीक से बोल इस्लाम वही रह गुजार से गुजर रहा है जहाँ पर कुछ अरसा पहले क्रिस्चैनिटी थी वो डार्क एजेस कहलाती थी इस कश्मकश से कुछ नतीजे आएंगे जैसे कि जनाब अभिनंदन और मोहतरमा मनीषा कह रही थीं कुरान पढ़ने और इस्लाम समझना कुरान पढ़ना और इस्लाम समझना बहुत मुख्तलफ चीज़ें हैं पर जिस यकीन से वो दावा करते हैं वो गलत हैं चूँकि सुनने वाले इस इससे अपनी एक राय बनाएंगे या फिर उनकी नफ़रत में इजाफा होगा जो एक शहाफ़ी को नहीं करना चाहिए जब तलक उसके पास मुकम्मल इल्म या मालूम ना हो या फिर कहें कि ये मेरा मुख्तर नज़रिया है अपनी बात कहने से पहले खुदा हाफिज पी एस डू लेट मी नो इफ यू फाइंड डिफिकल्ट इंग्लिश पी एस की आमिर हुसैन साहब वाह थैंक यू पहले आपका जवाब मीर साहब को आनंद नहीं नहीं मैं हुसैन साहब बहुत बहुत शुक्रिया आपके इस खत माफ़ी चाहता हूँ खत का या पर मैं ये आपको बताना चाहता हूँ कि पिछली जो हफ्ते हमने डिस्कशन किया था वो जो मेरा नज़रिया था दैट वाज बेस्ड ऑन दी द करेंट सिचुएशन इट वाजन बेस्ड कि व्हाट वुड हैपन व्हाट अभिनंदन सेड वाज दैट मे बी एट हंड्रेड ईयर्स फ्रॉम नाउ और फिफ्टी और वेल फिफ्टी इज़ अ बिट डिफिकल्ट या I don't think it's a bit difficult. Well, I'll, I'll tell you. I mean, one of the reasons is that I mean, at least I restricted myself to the current situation, where you have 1.8 billion Muslims. Hmm. When you're talking of the Dark Ages, okay, you did not have 1.8 billion Christians. So there is this critical mass of people, and a lot of surveys have been done. Pew has done surveys that you know, 70, 80 percent of Muslims. even in progressive democratic countries would want sharia law to be you know hmm. installed so i'm talking of the current situation i'm talking of of course 500 years from now 200 300 years from now uh things would be completely different as uh, hussein saab is saying yeah so so i was restricted <coughs> to that you know yeah but you know uh, from our discussion last time another listener who actually is a lawyer friend of mine who wrote to me i don't know why he doesn't want himself to be named these lawyers are too careful <laughs> he said you know i was saying it's a question of interpretation you said it can't be interpreted any other way इंटरेस्ट हराम होता है 
so as a lawyer he says as lawyers we sometimes have to sign a contract which has to be islamic banking compliant i don't know he sent me the word for it i forget what it's called it has to be that compliant but the guy also wants interest so basically there is a way you call a, a cleric and he says yeah this sharia compliant basically you find a loophole you word it in such a way that he will not pay any interest on this but he will pay a facilitation fee for x amount this is the cayman island <laughs> basically he's the cayman island islamic yeah. so this cleric must be his name is mauritius mauritius of zamin but 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 what i'm saying is that no, you can get anything interpreted anyway look you know there, there has to be a middle ground i i do agree a lot of quranic verses are subject to interpretation which they have been but many of them are not so my my thing was concentrating on those aspects so what you say everything is open to interpretation even the earth revolving around the sun can be interpreted in a you know different and way. i still stand by that yeah ab wo ab 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 aapka wo nazariya hai ab main amir hussain sahab aur main kya kahe aapke bare mein their school was always weak in science aap ek mathematician ke sath baithe hain agar main 2 plus 2 equal 4 kahun aur aap hartosh se kahein nahi bhi that can be interpreted as some that was exactly my point ab explain kare that was exactly my point last time i said other than mathematics everything is open to interpretation mathematics is the only thing that is an absolute pure science that cannot be interpreted everything else including physics and chemistry is open to that is completely wrong to debate but it will take up the next 2 hours so we have to so then we we'll call you free of cost another day for our new series atosh you must come for that it's called let's talk about so we'll talk about the one on objectivity the fact that the dna structure is double helical is not open to interpretation but that's math Why is that math? Because it the, 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 yeah. <laughs> it is it is math. But okay, now let's get on to the next subject, which is. But uh, can I just say, बहुत ही बढ़िया खत लिखा है. है ना? Really, खत बहुत अच्छा था. Absolutely. Mirza, thank you so much for the खत. And if I can request, you know, when it comes as a letter, hmm. can it is it transliterated in English? It's actually uh, written in the Roman alphabet. Okay. So maybe, unless you thought I had learned how to read Urdu. Yeah, well, you know, maybe it should be. No, but uh, actually, he could send it in English. It'll be easier for other readers to read it yeah. on the website. But yeah, but when when our Urdu site comes up, then you know, uh, uh, but that's going to be after Hindi and Sanskrit because we are Hindustan. <laughs> just saying. Urdu. Uh, but her those who look at me, Punjabi, Punjabi. Urdu is. Ah, book Punjabi bhi aa jayi. Indian language hai. Okay, Madhu, let's get to uh, Shah Rukh. Please tell us about the piece. See, I don't understand why he says, "Give me a platform." How do you give him a platform? How? Mm. He's got a platform. Has everyone read the piece, by the yeah. way? Because every Hartosh, you have. He has his own platform. Okay. So please feel free to jump in. And I think the elephant in the room, which, as I recall, uh, he did not address, was that when he has spoken up, the reaction that he has gotten has been so vile and uh, violent. that it's it's uh, it's really difficult it for it disincentivizes you yes and so <laughs> the fact is that he did not bring up this this point that when meryl streep speaks up against the president of a country uh, her house is not raided uh, people don't come and and do dharna outside her house they don't threaten to kill her or kill her children or do anything uh, she says her piece people might criticize her on twitter or on on facebook and even in comment comments and, and the president might speak against her as he did he said that she's the most overrated actress uh, ever 
but the she re- might win an oscar this year yeah and this reaction but the nature of the criticism is not as nature, vile yeah and and it's not just criticism you're threatening the families the children and everything so he didn't bring that into In all that fairness, article he may have because our listeners should know that that editorial in today's express is an excerpt from an interview that he gave to an express journalist okay, so possibly, but she may have put so may, he may have said all that we don't know possibly but the thing is that i think the most important thing that has that i think when people say why don't our actors speak like this i mean it's a very unfair question because when our actors have spoken even one tenth of what meryl streep said they have been in serious trouble consequences their consequences to their families to their children to everyone through what uh, and death threats and go live in pakistan and, and bmc comes and says if yeah, this is illegal to Illig- demolish yeah. <laughs> but exactly. uh, and go live in pakistan so he you. should have dealt with that that listen the fact is that meryl streep can say this in a country where people will accept that we disagree with her but we won't give her a we won't give her a death threat we won't tell her we're going to kill your kids and hmm. go go and live in in uh, in russia or whatever huh. i have not understood from the beginning this demand that actors have to speak out of this i mean i think if our actors could do a few films like meryl streep has done we would be better off than if they were speaking like meryl streep hmm. you know sir i mean there are reasons for dissent there are places for dissent the question is where are our journalists where is our media where is good reporters on the ground where is the dissent coming from where are our universities where are our ngos how pressure is being put there and i think actors are way down in the list to expect that actors should be standing up and criticizing governments because we want to I I don't think that's much of an expectation to begin with. Manisha as a critique of the media I think he's spot on because what he's basically saying is that I will speak like Meryl Streep when you're capable of understanding that language and when you present what I say in the way a lot of journalists presented Meryl Streep's speech. When you look at how what now you may say it's a generalization and he's not looking into how nuanced newspapers can be or certain web portals can be and he's basically I think he's basically talking about TV media. but those people are the loudest amongst us and they are they can overpower any issue you look at what happened to amir khan after his express you know when what he said at the ramnath goenka you had times now newsx even so called sena channels like ndtv and newsx uh, sorry uh, cnn <laughs> news 18 which are Relatively often balanced less. they also when they know hawa nationalist wali chal rahi hai they'll also go against you know when the fawad khan thing happened even they were like ha but why doesn't fawad khan say hmm. something against pakistan so i think his point is that i'm not going to speak up because you guys are not capable of a nuanced argument if i'm going to say something against the government yeah i agree i think that point was and very it is well so made so true you look <coughs> at uh, how times now covered just jnu for example those boys were on the studio in the studio with arnab he said you should be jailed you're worse than mouse yeah, and there you have or one of the guy was called but, but i mean Umar on that context i mean there may, it may be a fair argument to make that uh, i mean maybe once he starts producing nuanced films we might have nuanced studios and nuanced television audiences also no but here he's talking <laughs> i mean in the sense that he he should also I, be I able to provide uh, nuance and the, I mean, I, I the kind have, of levels that we are talking about yeah. <laughs> i want to must to add but, because you know shahrukh khan is not meryl streep Hmm. and i think you know we attach too much importance to you know what but, uh, but bollywood is not hollywood yeah? really we don't, don't do movies said, like whether, that whether whether to give him a platform or not like he says that you know i mean since we are an, you know in a news organization we are journalists ourselves i think we should at least hold the mirror to ourselves say that what are what are we doing here forget about what shahrukh khan is saying or not saying and uh, he anand, says that that why don't you ask pointed <coughs> questions anand, you to the camera no uh, two points i think one is i i i i completely agree with hartosh 
even though it might seem strange because a person should be free to express that whatever you are with her so strange no, no, or what you going to say <laughs> i have can i just say co- co- covering behind the desk that i have always agreed with her to you know? but i mean you know when he says shahrukh khan is way down the line as far as uh, uh, you know people who should be speaking out are concerned fair enough but that doesn't uh, you know remit shahrukh khan from saying what he wants to say uh and as her uh, like many people have this grouse against sachin tendulkar as well you mm. know he's always been quiet now okay fine if he w- doesn't want to talk on politics is fine but uh, taking on from her tosh you can talk about cricket you know the things that are wrong with cricket you know people would list so like they don't it, even talk about that they, he doesn't even talk about that so like sharukh khan can say look at our films i mean look but at but anand but are. where politics ends and where cricket starts when you have you know lovely people sure. like rajiv shukla yeah. and yeah. you know sharad pawar and all running cricket yeah, then you don't know talk. where does politics end politics arun jetli arun jetli my favorite politician yes. your favorite but no. about what manisha said i i sorry manisha i disagree a little you know what she said i sharukh should not be worried about whether the press would you know misconstrue his remark or not i mean press if you if you take any comment by anyone uh, the chances are 50 50 maybe in our country 70 30 that people would you know your comments will be misconstrued one shouldn't be afraid of that i mean if if you give us no, but then you drive constant prime time agenda on it like yeah. you have four five days constantly going I after the actor i get what he was saying you know what madhu said about give me a platform that is not your agenda and i'll give you a point of view i think in that way oscars is relatively a an apolitical platform in that sense you know like a, a film fair award is not that it is like owned by the times group right so i think so i get what he's saying on that but as far as um, you know what uh, hartosh said that it's lower down i disagree because pop culture can make an impact like nothing else can you know whether it's a mcdonalds whether it was what was that film that got racism back into the, the president funded it yeah wo which uh, ku klux klan ka uh, but it has to be voluntary is all i'm saying you yeah. can't so sure, sure, i understand. pop culture I, should be speaking I, but what i'm saying is the impact that they have is substantial so i won't yes. say they come lower down and while we you know keep trashing the indian film industry let's not forget that when i was a teen and you used to go for french film festivals because you'd meet chicks there so <laughs> chicks but <laughs> because you understand jack shit about iranian film or french film but where are you going siri fort me iranian film festival ab main budha ho raha hu iranian film industry ki thas ho chuki hai there is no such thing as an iranian film industry french film industry is as good as non existent china ne thoda attempt kiya tha yahan japan ne bhi other than bollywood and hollywood there is no film industry in the world that is worth talking about and i'm talking from as a teen there was a very robust iranian french film industry so the indian film industry is a very formidable force worldwide so let's not belittle it it has the kind of force which only hollywood has but you know I'll so it is not unfair to expect those pop icons to have an agenda which kind of do- just justice to their power that's all i'm saying no but well, it's you know, not compulsory but Abhinandan, it's fair to have that expectation yeah but you know just to carry on from what hatosh is saying and i'll i'll emphasize it with a point what was the last overtly political film bollywood film that you saw i mean i remember in the 80s i remember you know new delhi times you know garam hawa etc yeah matches bulal bani hai you talking about 20 years ago 20 years can you remember in the last 6 uh, months or i thought gulal was political it was very clever political i thought no, i think know. bollywood has produced more political films than i can remember than hollywood has madhu i'm talking I'm about s- the current scenario Current is what is 2002 से कितना टाइम हो गया? Current is like last five years. I'm talking about last five years. Last two years, last three years. Okay, but Parzania, Parzania आई थी, एक थी. But anyway, so 
Uh, anyone else has anything more to say to this before we move on to the next subject? Anyone? Anyone? Okay. So, so this, as a teenager, it was in the holidays, I assume. No? Unless it was a long trek to Siri Fort. No, no, holidays. <laughs> I was a teen, even in college. Yeah. Come on, in college, you're 17, right? So I've had two, three years of teen in college as well. Three years? Okay, years? In college? Two and a half, 17 and a half, you were in first year. 18, 18 and a half, 19. you are in first no. year. 18, 19, 20. No, I what joined college. Move on. <laughs> yeah, in May, I joined college. My birthday is in August. So I was 17 when I joined college, right? So, um... Okay, now uh, regarding the Association for Democratic Reform has come up with all these uh, figures of the undeclared money that that since 2001. I don't know whether you guys have seen. They come up with this every year. Those of you who don't know, in my view, Association for Democratic Reform, and I'm not saying I'm an authority on every NGO, but it is one non-government organization that is extremely well run. They have had an impact like very few have. For those of you who don't know, it was ADR who actually uh, went to the Supreme Court that all people who are contesting for public office should declare their assets, liabilities and criminal cases. Its founders are, uh, I know Dr. Trilujan Shastri and Jagdish Chokar, there may be others. It's fantastic. And oh, for Tavleen Singh should know because I remember once I asked her, she says all the NGO walas, I said, there may be one NGO that does good work. She thought, no, not even one. I said, not even one. She says, not even one. Anyway, this is one that does great work. One. So, um, Trying to think if Hartosh has had any run-ins with Mr. Tavleen Singh. No, not None. really. I mean, I, no, but, there's but, no agreement. And in, <laughs> but in, in this news report that I'm seeing, it is interesting to know that even AAP has 57% of their funds are in the unknown sources section. Why do you say even AAP? The, I mean, the rest <laughs> of us find that quite natural. No, because because <laughs> their, their whole... Their whole <laughs> I mean, only you <laughs> say even AAP. Really? I mean, on this panels, that has been even the Even AAP, like the expectations of AAP. Really, really, on the really, website, okay. we put... I mean, I don't go to the website They've removed check. that from the website, their list of donors, etc., etc. Yeah. That's the whole... For the past two months, the fight that no, has been going on. So that, that means they aren't even the, su submitting it to the... Uh, I don't know what they are doing. You talk to them, they don't talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> but but here's the thing, in this list, okay, I'll have guests around the table. Quickly, give me one and get. Which two parties have the least amount of money that is unknown? Least amount of money? Least, matlab, least percentage out of all the total money that they have, sabse kam percentage, like known sources. I would say communists, maybe. No. Okay. Eh, wrong. So. Okay. BJP. Manisha. I don't know the least. BJP. No, <laughs> <laughs> no the Congress okay, uh, and Lok BJP Sata. have the maximum uh, number of undisclosed percentage. BSP. Because they gave that whole list of people who had donated. <laughs> no, so but they just gave that gar one garland. BMP and AIADMK. AIADMK got income worth 165 crores. That's out of all the regional parties, it's one of the Zada and only 95 lakh is unknown sources only less than 1% can you imagine and DMK 203 crores was the total income and only 19 crores is unknown source which is 9% I was very impressed Nahin, but so, who's uh, giving so, you abhi Punjabi or Madrasi mein ho da, competition I have Ab, Anand batai se tumhari SAD to yahan 100% ke category mein hogi I am not praising SAD I am saying that they, this is the problem in Punjab we are culturally we are more honest we are going to get them started again also this is no, no one can match uh, Punjabis when it comes to breeding let me just put it that way when and it comes what? to 
ब्रीडिंग ब्रीडिंग वी टॉक अबाउट बुल्स ना बुल्स स्टड्स ब्रीडिंग ब्रीडिंग मैंने कुछ कुछ सम योगा थिंग दिस इज अ न्यू ब्रीडिंग ब्रीडिंग ठीक आई वाज बिगिनिंग टू आई वाज वंडरिंग शुड आई बी ऑफेंडेड ब्रीडिंग ब्रीडिंग ह्यूमंस और ब्रीडिंग हॉर्सेस और ब्रीडिंग डॉग्स एज आई हाइब्रिड यू नो टू कम बैक टू यू नो आई थिंक यू नो इफ यू बिलीव दैट अरविंद केजरीवाल इज डिफरेंट फ्रॉम अदर पॉलिटिशियंस दैट इज बीइंग डिसाइडेड लॉन्ग टाइम अगो रबिंग हिज नेल्स इन द मॉर्निंग टू क्योर द बॉल्डनेस यू नो एंड यू विल सी अ वेरी थिक हेयर <laughs> <laughs> so for example you know that two crores that were given to that lot of halla gulla happened hmm. did uh, arvind kejriwal return that money to you know the donors no so it's hmm. just something i mean to ask you each time what are your views of the op today today no i think i i, I appreciate that no, uh, but clearly I, i just want to understand i'll tell you clearly i i think they are a floundering party i think they have a hundred things that are wrong with them but i still think they are the best option from everything on the buffet table like for example if i have tomato aloo paneer dal makhani raita <laughs> raita on the buffet table oh, i'm not saying why only vegetarian i'm not <laughs> saying <laughs> i'm not saying kima mere liye mutton jal frazi leke aao i have to choose from that i still think out of all that's on the table in spite of all the nonsensical stuff that they're doing it is still the best option because it is a disruptor just like i thought when i voted in the last time i voted for the lok sabha election i think was the 2004 and i voted behenji because i thought she was a disruptor like no other because she was completely inverting you know the caste dynamic so i still think they are the best option and they are more clean than the others i'm not saying they're completely clean that's my view See, anything good to know <coughs> which means you you favor the app clearly you've said they are the it, best option it, so we yeah, yeah. establish yeah, yeah. one take that's all uh, what, what about, what about uh, delhi i mean the fact that he had the kind of administration that we had expected from arvind kejriwal in the city of delhi why has so little been done in terms of pollution garbage schools medical help all the things and that the he promised and all on medical and medicine also they've done a lot but you know that's been extensively covered mohalla clinic okay mr jung was making sure right. that everything that they do get like even landers a lot of them was taken back they said we'll demolish the mohalla clinics but, uh, i mean it was a, uh, arvind it was, i think said that he's not interested in doing anything yeah he, he he's in his inner circles at least there is on record people that he, he is not interested in making roads or water he says I, i didn't become a chief minister to make people's roads i am here to put five or four of the most powerful people in the in this country behind bars that's why i am i'm here so that's to fight his, corruption. His, so his agenda is different Okay, and that's why you see the state no, of. But why does Delhi one cancel out the other? <coughs> but, <coughs> but I think Delhi is also an inter- different case because because of the whole LG. Uh, anyway, Delhi is a. It it just became a mess. I think he got obsessed with that LG thing. It's obsessive. The police, these two issues, police coming under his control and Delhi state that is it's just been obsessive, which I think he's tamed himself. But I, I mean, I don't think it's obsessive because we tend to forget that it's not just him who was pushing back. they made it impossible for him to do anything but she when, uh, when i mean she, for example the all charges the rapes against took place his cha- attacks on sheila dikshit were just that and she said the police is is yeah, not under me but it was under her she years, didn't do anything no last police two years is, they haven't uh, how is it under her uh, midnight uh, night shelter you know so they don't need to build yeah they just need to make sure the existing ones function the existing and they have they have renovated I mean, bunch of existing ones i mean building is not really they just have to make sure which uh, but, they aren't but doing what you say <laughs> but the anti acb was under me and anand have had a huge discussion on this and finally i showed him rajnath singh through a constitutional amendment took the acb you know under the center so sheila dikshit had one part of the police that was reporting to her she didn't choose not to the do anything AC, no not the acb we're not talking about the, the general the police itself was not under sheila yeah. dikshit 
fine but acb but was when all the rapes happened and everything uh, 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 arvind kejriwal was the first one pointing fingers at her saying why do, why doesn't you do something because about the, the police because now when the tables are turned he's using the same excuse no, but so i'm saying that he's become like any politician i disagree because it's not the same thing again we're making false equivalences because that time the center was sonia and the state was also congress and they had because if it's if if it's your government at the center as well i think you have some sort of a yeah, leverage to say that the, we can he came into the position knowing full well the the position of uh, of uh, the chief minister related to power but that doesn't mean you can't ask for it and also what yeah, he, my position is that my assessment is that he got so distracted with these two issues that he never dis, he didn't pay attention to deliver anything to the citizens sabse zaruri baat jo hum ignore kar rahe hain wo ye hai ki bhai पॉलिटिक्स का मतलब ही है कि आप कॉम्प्रोमाइज़ करें अपने प्रिंसिपल से एंड व्हेन यू हैव 25 परसेंट ऑफ योर एम फ्रॉम एक्स बीएसपी एक्स बीजेपी एक्स कांग्रेस व्हेन यू हैव डन दैट व्हाट कैन बी अ बिगर कॉम्प्रोमाइज इन दैट सो ऑब्वियसली योर पार्टी इज गोना रन अकॉर्डिंग टू दैट आई मीन यू हैव टू फैक्टर दैट इन वैन प्रीवियस पॉलिटिशियन फ्रॉम अदर पार्टीज हैव कम इन नाउ फॉर एग्जाम्पल एन डी तिवारी हैज बीजेपी वोट Yeah. I was just yeah. trying to find a views. I yeah. there, there will be separate <laughs> occasion. I will. <laughs> <laughs> to go back to your funding of uh, elections. Mm. I don't know whether ADR uh, factors this in, mm. but you know, in the post TN session era, that is, I'm just taking one region of the country which I covered extensively in the northeast region. You know what happened is that what the government then did, which was also running at the centre and the, many of the states, is that they increased the development fund, uh, right. you, know, you know, ratio. They even created a whole department of Northeast a donor, which actually doesn't do anything else but uh, you know sends funds out there. So what happens is that they 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 allocate fund under various uh, and from each ministry funds are you know everyone gives a little. uh it's pooled in and fund is sent out there and that money is used to uh, finance elections in a different way so it's so actually government money is used for funding but that's elections been, you, i mean that argument was put for a long time that there should be you know the state financing of elections i mean i personally don't think the state has enough money to spend like candidates would want to spend um but yeah i mean i think adr is doing a fantastic job in whatever they're doing i think it's one of the most fantastic organizations in the country what do you think hartosh Yeah, plus yeah. I think as journalists we don't do enough with the information. I'm I'm giving you one investment opportunity. Hmm. Uh, Mr. Jaitley fought an election in uh, Amritsar, mm-hmm. and to fight that election he bought bought a house on Green Avenue for one crore. Okay. And if you can get money together, I think if you just purchase that from Mr. Jaitley at one crore ten lakhs tomorrow, you can sell it for two and a half to three crore. Really? I think so. I think that's I a think great that's a revenue great investment. Model. I think if this government was serious about black money, they should look at things like this. You see. <laughs> In fact, which is easy about black money. Uh, one friend of mine who's a hardcore Modi supporter, and we were debating demonetization. I said, if he, if that is his actual intent, let's see if in the forthcoming election he will make it compulsory for every election-related payment to be made in check. And this friend of mine said, "Tu mujhse likh ke le le. He'll do it because he really means it." Uh, hello, friend. You know who you are. If you're listening, uh, that didn't happen. So we know who's serious and who's not. Anyway. Um, so now can you go to chatisgarh before we go to chatisgarh rakesh please come in the in the din of up election punjab goa manipur is forgotten what is playing out there uh, since you are a manipur expert but before a manipur expert comes i'd just like to tell all of you that kishle was called on a panel uh, last week to talk cuz goa election happening manipur is also happening so the anchor just needed the guests right there were only two guests 
so they had divided half will be goa half will be manipur and kish knows as much about goa as i know about let me see what do i know nothing about oh gosh that's a long list let's not get started as much as i know about quantum physics or whatever so but she started off by talking about goa but Kishle was there as a Manipur expert. Now on air, you know, being professional courtesy, didn't want to tell her. Yar, मुझसे गोवा के की पूछ रही है तो आधे घंटे ये गोवा का कीज गया. और ब्रेक के बाद Manipur आया. Yeah, it was on Lok Sabha TV. You know, they invited. First, I resisted. I said, I don't want to go. I don't want to go. I don't want to go. Then they said, so finally, I said, okay. I mean, you know, so once I reached out there, they, the the lady said, are you sure you can't you can't stay beyond whatever? So I said, no, no, I have to. I can stay only this whatever. So she said, okay. First half we'll, we'll we'll take a break and then you can leave. She didn't clarify with me that what she's going to discuss before the break, and she took off and Goa. I didn't know what was happening. It was a live program. <laughs> But it says something about us. People won't be able to tell the difference. Yeah. So, 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 so we will ask you about Manipur. <laughs> tell us what is happening in Manipur and what to expect there. Is it exciting? Yeah, do, you, do you think Parikar is going to win? I mean, his party in Manipur. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, you know I'll. I'll uh, since we we are, we were talking about hartosh's um, <coughs> article in punjab and you're asking about manipur and both the states are going to polls you know there's something happened in the 60s there was santosh trophy t- finals in uh, ferozsha kotla out here and for the first time manipur was in the finals and you know manipur is a very sporting state and mm. so uh, you know the commentator whoever was calling out the names and they called out the names of the punjab team and so and so sing so and so sing so and so sing so and all the punjab teams there and out there in the manipur team also the commentator says so and so sing so and so sing so and so sing and the man now the punjabis came and said how can they be sing we are sings so there was a big fight between you know trying to understand because till then in the 16 there wasn't much recognition that they can be sings in manipur know, as well manipur as well so in manipur so this is the other in, but what is in today the very tragic parallel between the two states is that both the states are uh, you know drug affected both the states and somehow we don't talk about the problem in manipur it, the focus is mostly on punjab yeah even today you know i mean every and this is a this is a india spends uh, data uh, yeah data of last month is that every second i think it's a unodc report every second uh, household in manipur has a drug addict or someone in the family who's died out of uh, a drug drugs abuse. okay wow. but 10 um, years ago there was a lot of focus on drugs in uh, manipur and northeast yeah there was a lot of focus from everybody from ngos from the government from the press then suddenly it's just sort of i think people get bored with the story or what moved to punjab they haven't moved but even punjab has not been covered covered the way yeah but even the same problem i see that in punjab as i saw in manipur because i've covered manipur from that from a very long time is that we have never been able to and nothing to do with uh, you know i mean it's not our failure but i think it's a collective failure of all agencies put together we've not never been able to put our finger on the kingpins okay so it's always been the conduits who are caught so we don't don't know yet where the but in punjab you know, they've pretty much put a finger on the kingpins people like hartosh no no long before people have been talking about yeah. i'm saying kingpins certainly involvement of involvement of people this kind of trade cannot go on and it went on even during the congress years it cannot go on without senior politicians being involved and profiting from yeah. it i mean this much is clear there is no other way for this to go on but it's become an election issue in punjab how has it been never been an election issue in manipur although it's been like a huge problem forever see is manipur, there a social acceptance of see manipur's manipur's problems are <laughs> subcontinental i think you know i mean it's not manipur's problems are not obviously they are the problems are hiv the problems are drug the problems are militancy but you know the ethnic fault lines are so deep that 
it automatically before elections those are the ones that actually start become issues yeah becoming issues and right now that's again uh, that is what uh, is happening because from the 1st of november there's been a blockade on that highway which forever is there's blocked. a blockade every other year every other year there's a blockade there is there are you know nine dead bodies still waiting to be cremated the most macabre you know way of protest that i see for a demanding for a first for a district then for a state now Oh, you know, more districts have been uh, announced by the the chief minister. I don't see a right now. I don't see an players? alternative. Who are the main players in Manipur? See, there is only one player. There's a there's a Congress. But very interestingly, and you know, I mean, I like I wouldn't like to make a second guess of who's going to win because that's that 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 would be. Really, I don't see a second uh, or, or alternative to Abhi Singh right now, though he's hugely unpopular. But there is no other chief ministerial candidate that I can see. But what happened is that when I spoke to the headmen of, uh, you know, in the tribal areas, because that's where uh, I wanted to get a pulse of what's happening, and I was surprised because uh, the headmen that I, I mean, I mean, no couple of them, they were elated, saying that the BJP is uh, winning and they are going to vote for the BJP. Oh, so really? there's a huge BJP surge in the hills, where also the NPF, which is the, you know, the Naga. And historically, they've never had any presence there. Yeah, obviously not. Even in the valley, which has 40 seats. Uh, the BJP spokesperson, I spoke to him this morning also, he is absolutely, you know, on, 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 a, on a high saying that the BJP is coming. The one problem that they're having is that uh, so many people were ticket aspirants that they could not give them tickets. Now, those are the, the one, ones who did not get tickets. They are fearing that they will, uh, you know, create problems. It's a very, very oh, small state. Oh, you mean within, state. in terms of Yeah, yeah it's a very small state. But it, okay. BJP, uh, BJP is trying its best to actually, uh, you know, uh, take uh, Manipur away. Okay, I'll just quickly uh, read out one more email and then we'll get to the other two or three issues that you want to touch upon before we wind up today. This email is from Deepti Sharma. Hi, first of all, please accept my long delayed gratitude for reading out my last email many moons ago. I had the dubious honor of being the first Hafta listener whose letter you read out on the podcast. I had waxed emotional on Kangana Ranaut issue and I was wrong on a couple of points, but it's past too late to discuss that any further. Wow, you, you must be a journalist, Deepti. <laughs> But thanks for writing. Congratulations on completing your first century. I'm confident there will be many more to come. Sharing a few thoughts on this episode, this will probably end up as another rambling message. So dividing it into subheadings so you can skip through one section if you wish. Okay, I might skip through a little more Deepti because it is a very long mail. But she's written on Sati. Basically last uh, podcast, if you remember, Hartosh, just for you, we were discussing Jallikat. And uh, is Jallikat... Should it be banned, should it not be banned? So th there were parallels made with Sati, that Sati was also banned, and some people said you can't compare the two. So I think that's the context. She says, uh, Sati came up during the debate on Jalikatta on today's episodes. I have always wondered about the thought process behind such regressive practices. What did ordinary, well-meaning people in the past tell themselves that let them be mute witnesses to atrocities such as Sati or even the inhuman treated, treatment meted out to widows and the vehement opposition to their remarriage? Modern films and literature stays politically correct on the subject, treating the past practices nothing more than the disdain they deserve. But they present no insight on the minds of the people who did that practice. After all, even women who lost their husbands often resign themselves to the fate. Again, I think she's talking about no nuance to, you know, historical stuff like this. Um, a glimmer of hope came to me from the Premchand story recently. In Dhikar, a young man falls in love with a child widow and speaks to her brother about his intention to marry her. In presenting his appeal... This young man tactically asserts, I don't endorse widow remarriage. I think Pativrata is a precious value that should not be lightly tampered with. And so on before making his case for treating this young widow differently. Pativrat, that very glamorous term thrown around in those glossy mythological 
fantasy films. I watched Doordarshan as a kid. I never connected that term with the sinister implication that a woman once sworn to a man can never, should never let another man into her heart or between her legs, uh, or that this was the excuse to justify barbaric sati practices. So she's, uh, you know, it's a long male on three parent child. Anand, she's spoken about. Last time you said the first human three parent child isn't born. She says Dolly the sheep was born of three mothers, one DNA. DNA from one egg, egg from another, and carried to a term by a surrogate to a third. Is there a similarity there? Is yeah, I said human. So yeah, no, she's saying is it a similarity? Like Dolly, like there was, uh, the Dolly was DNA from one egg from another and carried to term by a third. Yeah, but this was mitochondrial DNA, so that is that is what makes it a third parent. Dolly was simple cloning. Okay, so this is not the same technology. There, the DNA came from three parents. Dolly had only DNA from two parents. There was only a surrogate. Those of you who don't know, not only is Hartosh a uh, aggressive Punjabi and journalist, he's also math postgrad. He knows lots about science. That's why he's disdainful of, you know, undergrads like me. <laughs> <laughs> he's huge. He's huge. So um, it sounds so much like Trump. He's so huge. He's, he's huge. so big. He knows so much. But you know, incidentally about just... Trump, this, mm. I think the press has gone completely. I mean, I won't say it's just you know, couple of days. Maybe it's you know, shape of things to come. But they are micro analyzing even you know in slow motion all the Trump videos. For example, there's this hilarious thing where of his wife Meliana, you know, kind of. Grout. But that's not unique for Trump. They've I remember them doing this on Bush years ago. It's you know. Late night comics would play in slow motion what he did, how he reacted, background me kya chal raha tha. But only thing but is. But I like to ask Madhu, you know, I mean, one of the things that they were comparing is that Obama, when he got out, when he was being inaugurated, got out of the car, he waited for Michelle to come round the car and yes. then accompanied her, and yes. Trump just went on. Went on. What would, uh, I mean, you know, people are criticizing that. What would you say? Criticizing Trump? Yeah, for yeah, not absolutely. being chivalrous. I, yeah, it's not a matter of chivalrous, it's a question of teamwork. You know, there are relationships where you consider yourself a team and it's of today. It's Obama and Michelle are very much a couple uh, which are current in today's times. You know, where a husband and wife are a team in everything that they do. And Donald Trump belongs to another ilk of thinking where he's the patriarch, he's the top guy, he's the one who gets the goes out and hunts for the uh, the the food and so and she's the pretty girl so his behavior was totally in it was consistent with consistent with his attitude towards women and how he's been recycling or getting rid of wives according to the expiry date which he writes and so it's i think not surprising so where it's natural for obama to wait for michelle because that's their team and it's natural for donald to not the strange thing is in all this, as you're saying, this micro-tension that is being, much of it continues to feed into Donald's strengths as far as his own support is going. Mm, you know, mm. the, the liberals will say this is a problem, this is a problem. But this is what his supporters voted him in for, that she should be walking behind him. So I don't but think he's losing out in terms of what got him into but power in the first place. You see this micro-analysis you would slip out some really major things. Like today, the guy has okayed two pipelines, hmm. you know, this uh, TTP, yeah, you know, so a lot of policies that he's, you know, I mean, he's going to take America back God knows how many decades. People are not talking that much about it. They're talking about, uh, you know, uh, uh, Trump, uh, I think Trump on Twitter and, they're not talking about it, but otherwise, like, uh, the, the podcast that I listen to and, and, and the, I mo- do most of my content consumption through audio, the TPP, what he's doing with Obamacare, him 
going back on uh, his claim that he's going to sorry what's the first thing that he said is that shifting the embassy from Jerusalem from from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem he said that won't happen in his call to Netanyahu all that's happening but i think on twitter that is not what is discussed on twitter this is what is discussed but luckily there are not so many people on twitter but i i i will say that uh, the one last bit of the letter sure, sure, where uh, deepthi says uh, on zahira wasim and the bad muslim a pune based muslim writer i follow on twitter got on the zahira trashing train <coughs> by accusing her of not taking a stand on the beef issue takes him back to the girl's words i'm 16 just let me be i don't feel anybody has a social obligation to take a stand on things this also ties in with anand's recent comment of islam the good muslim bad muslim uh, people don't have a control of what faith they born into no what was written in the holy book of that faith centuries before they were born nor do they have to defend it or defend their choice in cherry picking aspects of that religion without taking a stand rebelling or changing the faith so i think here she's agreeing with you that there's not enough of a critical mass to challenge this found this out and I, i've written about this you know census of 2011 the scariest thing was that 155 million indian infants have been deemed to be religious matlab 0 to 4 years unke kya hai wo religion like are they hindus 3 year old hindu sikh christian can but you imagine so and anyway, thanks deepthi for that letter uh, a little bit to yeah hmm. thanks deepthi for that email uh, keep them coming that was really informative uh, about donald trump one in this short period it seems to me like when you assess all the first initial steps that he's taken it reminds me of a person uh, a new ceo who comes in and takes over a company it's very corporate his way of functioning is not like a politician which he is proud of and the way he is functioning is pretty much like ambani comes takes over cnn ibn changes the name name gets rid of all the people who he doesn't like or oh, the corporate be it's a special kind of corporate like realty you know that kind of Uh, property mm. type of exactly uh, he's treating of, everything let's like let's say you know yeah Google he's treating <laughs> he's treating everything like a real estate yeah uh, like a real estate yeah businessman exactly, yeah. that's what he's doing he's like cut the losses um america first is like my company first is looking at it really But like this a is business a, this person. is a golden opportunity for modi to show his sharp wittedness that he quickly appoints sushma swaraj ji ko hatao you know charanjit aroda from sona or gurgaon phase 28000 who does all the plot plot flat jo bhi development hai why not jp singh or rajiv singh apne char mobile phone leke gold chain leke baith jao hanji trump sahab aaiye robert robert ko bhej de robert robert modi makes robert wadra minister of external affairs between wadra and trump man but jab kal when the two of them spoke my only worry was who would be the first to say my great home you know the remarkable thing about narendra many people are making a parallel in the last two and a half years narendra modi has not said a single politically incorrect thing you know in the last 15 years if you see i mean before 2014 you know you can actually see he's been whereas trump i mean he's not probably said a single politically correct thing So you know I don't know Modi is very conscious of what he is going to say but I think public except when he's addressing his NRI audience I yeah, mean, recently but, when the demonetization thing happened and he made fun of people not having money to pay for weddings and running around that but was really politically incorrect Modi I think he was out of touch and came back and kuch agal aa gayi I think Modi speaks more with the silences than he does when he speaks out because because there's so many people around or logon se bulwate hain wo ha I think he has enough people to do the job for him Okay uh now quickly uh the Ram Mandir is going to be built in Ayodhya if the BJP comes to power that has been 
one of विशाखापटनम another train accident so this has in the nadi single year the largest deaths and i remember uh, you know this railway minister was really considered one of the performers of one of the navratan jaise akbar ke darbar mein navratan he was one of modi's navratans does he need to go i don't know go but certainly this requires no serious attention we it's not one it's not two there's been a spate of accidents and safety modernization in the time of bullet trains is an obvious and evident question what are we doing you know i mean this is something that should not be happening in this time there is enough technology available to avoid many of the kinds of accidents that are happening what are we doing why are we not investing in and, those rather than those worrying were, about and those were tested and uh, you know um, approved by 2010 i think 2010 11 those uh, yeah already were i don't know why they haven't been implemented yeah i, I mean two things here just to add to that one hmm. is that is this the huff uh, huffington post report that you're talking about which is about the most number of accidents i mean in the railways most so, number of deaths in one year most number of deaths yeah so mm. I, i think you have to normalize it you know with the uh, the number of trains that have run in the year just just that's to, true oh, right correct thing, you have you to know. so but the number of trails has also increased yeah, okay you know so but then one would also technology is also grown up it won't change that drastically that's but at mm. least you know as a statistician <laughs> but then, one can but then but at the that. same but at the same time then there's so many other things technology has also increased exactly communication has so, also increased yeah. so what does one compensate the so, other can no, also be argued no, it doesn't mm. and the other thing is you know even if when people say perhaps rightly i don't know you know a lot of investigations are going on uh, some of these may indeed be because of sabotage i don't mm. really know i mean you know i i saw a bbc report where they were talking about a possible sabotage but as kishle says even if somebody has done a sabotage you supposed to preempted by through technology hmm. you know if you you're supposed to know this so you can't just say look a bomb exploded somewhere uh, well you had a cctv camera you know so you your technology is supposed to aid you you're not so anyway so uh, suresh prabhu um, you know who is the railway minister um, was considered one of the top performers i guess he has a rich history i don't know uh, the journalist on this table because i'm not one Why? Why is he considered such a achiever before? I think earlier, I think it was in shipping that he had done the watch before yeah. power and shipping. Yeah, yeah, so he'd done a good job. Yeah. But I mean, this is a ministry where you are in the public mm. eye, you know, and mm. it impacts people drastically. What has happened is, Delhi, the English media has shifted its focus from railway stations to the airports. But the fact is, the vast majority of the country is still dealing with railway stations. And let's remember, next year there would be no railway budget. if i'm not mistaken and you know uh, you know death of x many people and you know shifting the minister is doesn't necessarily increase accountability or you know you achieved you don't achieve anything if suresh prabhu let's say if he is more efficient than the others then let's hold him accountable and get the work done by him rather than actually you know remove him and get some someone else a shivraj patil out there yeah. uh, not that I, i mean everyone's done that actually this whole resigning and coming back i really don't see what purpose it serves it's been done so often okay uh, the second last thing we'll just take up is uh, vinay katyar 
today said uh, that BJP has much more beautiful women than Priyanka Gandhi to campaign. Why are you looking so perplexed? You haven't read this, no. Manisha? No. You're the journalist, you should know. You, uh, <laughs> I don't know what just, Vinay Katehar has said. Let me just... I know one of the ministers compared Shah Rukh Khan to Dawood yesterday. Yeah, tell us about that. But I don't know that. what that, what the new... Nothing, one of the ministers just said that even Dawood can get... <laughs> Uh, the crowds that Shah Rukh Khan attracted at that railway That's uh, station. That's a very unfortunate, uh, ugly comparison. Yes, uh, it's ridiculous. I, I don't know why they have to say these kinds of things. But it's clear what the dog whistle there is. But I'll just tell you the one I'm talking about is Vinay Katyar of the famous the, the Ramji Kapyara. Uh, he said that... Uh, he said this in Hindi, that we have a lot of Log hain BJP, mahila hain. I don't know what is the word he used. I've read the English. Prettier media. campaigners than Priyanka Gandhi. But I'm Gandhi. sure he said in Hindi, we have then prettier ca- than Priyanka Gandhi. Ki Priya- Priyanka was saying their star campaigner has come. She says, we have much more beautiful, prettier girls than Priyanka Gandhi to campaign. She's not beautiful. And he's been trashed for that. And Yadav, uh, Sharad Yadav said, uh, he's displayed his misogyny. Pehle parkati mahila hai, he had said in parliament. This time he said that or something like that and both of them have been trashed oh god that's that's horrible god he actually said that so I don't even know what the fuck that means obviously no but I mean and then you see the whole point is most of them are like that okay the most of these politicians and uh, two weeks ago, we were talking about that uh, from um, SP, uh, you know, who'd made that horrendous comment, uh, Abu Azmi. You remember that? Abu Azmi uh, made that terrible comment mm, in Mumbai. Mm. I know completely, you know, that's another thing. I've forgotten what he said. So, th- in fact, that that is a lesson for us that we've even we've forgotten, forgotten what, what he said. Yeah. <laughs> what wild things no, he but said. You know, so they, uh, and if I remember Yogi Adityanath, you know, what you're talking about, dog whistle. I don't know about that, but... Uh, he said some really obnoxious things concerning Shah Rukh Khan. He said that we are watching pictures of them because they are their hai, Varna or Muslims will come to the road. Are you serious? Yes, this is what Yogi Adityanath has said. But uh, uh, so, good on uh, Modi. I remember I had a few these things ago said that he was a star campaigner for the Bipol and he apparently is really pissed off because he's been sidelined. Does that mean that BJP is not going to go with the Hindutva agenda? But they just said Ram Mandir. Ram Mandir. Said it's not a question of the Hindu agenda. They are worried about, to look at Yogi Adityanath and understand UP, the entire campaign is being handled by the RSS. So it's not Hindutva that has... They are worried that Yogi Adityanath in himself could be a Shiv Sena-like figure. They don't want to create another force that will fracture the right mm. Hindutva forces. That is why they are putting him in down corner and he may float his own candidates. Watch out for that. It has nothing to do with... To compromise the other ones. If he doesn't get what he wants, he may float his candidates. But this has nothing to do with trying to suppress the tone of the campaign. It is trying to suppress the ambitions of Yogi Adityanath. These are very different things. Amazing, okay. very good uh, point. By the way, Abu Azmi spoke about the Bangalore incident that women themselves uh, should, what they wear. And then someone said, what does your daughter-in-law wear? Oh yeah, and uh, yeah. But, but you know, speaking of sexism, there is a lot of casual sexism. And I must be honest, mine was pointed out by my sister the other day. I was talking uh, at home and you know my nephew one day was saying and then auntie did this and they were just giving me the colony gossip I said don't talk like a janani you know kaam ki baat karo so she said what do you mean don't talk like my sister then took it up with me the entire this thing was then I said okay don't talk like this retired army officer who sit down and say <laughs> so I general unke ghar mein hai, unke ghar mein hai. so I said but uh, there is casual sexism even in the words we choose you know when I said don't gossip 
my reference was you know don't talk like a janani does do you find yourself doing that anand be honest i do it all the time i call so many men saying you're talking like a janani <laughs> i find madhu asi punjabi te nahi sudrenge i've done it many times but you know i and now i shall correct myself yes. and i'll say stop talking like a retired <laughs> military officer who does nothing but play golf and golf and talk and about who's sleeping at do huh. stop being a tv panelist <laughs> <laughs> but you know what you say as it's it's actually true you know i i dread the day when they actually they've already started to do that you know with an with an mri you can find out what your brain is you know kind of thinking what what chemicals are being triggered when you when you say things maybe 20 30 years down the line you would actually know what the person's actually thinking so um, yeah i mean all of us have said in private i would say uh, you know a lot of politically incorrect thing maybe it is something to vent something which is very something intrinsic and basic when you put it you yeah. there's, there's a larger problem see when more and more of this enters the political sphere and we come to think of it as acceptable this is eventually what culminates in a trump where this yes. becomes a you way of actually attracting people who tend to think like that who would normally have suppressed you know in But a very different sense as opposed to appropriation for example if tarantino uses the n word of course you know, that's, that's a different thing in like also but what it, it also works the other, other way hartosh in the sense that when these guys say these kind of things which are misogynist and sexist and cruel basically more than those two misog- they're really cruel to girls and women when they say they should dress th- this way or that. they're heartless i think the reaction that comes uh where they then have to apologize or say i've been quoted out of context or blame the media or whatever at least that comes out it hasn't been like uh trump where people are applauding it so, but what i'm saying is about this the more this discourse is used the less likely you're going to get apologies there's a big tent i mean in a very different sense of modi and trump create big tents and it is where it is possible to articulate views which were previously kept private and hidden right. and slowly that expands the possible discourse whether it is bigotry under modi or whether it is sexism under trump agree. that is the tent that gets expanded yeah. and it become normalizes things that we would have never agreed to discuss openly or say is okay and also i would say that's a good thing i i would say you know when people say oh uh, we should not give them publicity i said no let their bigotry be seen yeah but that's you see there's a difference in the trump uh, hartosh i disagree on it one thing it is infectious thing. i think and that, that is what i'm worried about i think about with hartosh in the trump thing it became infectious and he made it cool to be a racist and 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 a misogynist and everything but in in india it didn't work exactly the same way because when things were said against the muslims uh, a lid was lifted where a lot of people then were openly saying yes, things yes they were exactly for a while but i think the liberal forces in india have also been quite voluble and have shut people like that down so i think it hasn't been as straightforward and as simple Actually, as trump mother that's very good observation because during that entire uh, you know a clark's killing and that when they were in things that were being said even i noticed a lot of people who i know personally i said on facebook you know who are aware of my family connections to minorities who would say horribly offensive stuff and now they've stopped so yeah, i think you're right but you know the 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 other side the the um, corollary is also true like sometimes uh, whether it is feminism or you know the whole minority identity thing there's overcompensation where everything becomes a a statement of gender equality or of a gender or uh, your religious identity and sharukh khan has made a point of that saying 
and he hasn't named her but he's referring to rana's piece where rana wrote a piece where samar khan wrote a counter that it, it's not about muslim she says he's made a statement by giving three muslim characters he said he says you know people speak on my behalf i did not even know till the film was released whether my character will be muslim because in that jane that and they were not one after the other he's written they were not that and that film he were not planned a 5 minute role i went did a this thing partied all night and came because and for rana to put in that kind yeah. of a motive is really petty yeah. no, but that's petty but what i'm saying is that happens across like in gender it happens sometimes there's no gender angle to a story yeah. and people put a gender angle it's not as simple as that whatever sharukh's intention is the fact is that he has played in the public mind three characters one after the other will have its own repercussions you don't have to necessarily say that his intention was this or that the public ends up seeing three characters sure, one after the other but it was a statement what he said is it wasn't a it statement it may not be his statement but certainly there's a role perception also plays no which cannot be decided by sharukh whatever he wants to convey is not point. under his control you yeah. know point and not also point. let's not forget you know when we talk of you know all these sexism things and everything coming out patriarchy a lot of um, uh, you know thing that is rationalized and mainstreamed is through our religious texts as well which we kind of overlook big why because it is religious in nature it is from a book or books and it is not proper to criticize them so you know so th- let's also keep the other side so when you say like for example i remember this the same girl, uh, woman who played a role in dangal Z- zaira so it seems vijay some bjp minister he he went to a inaugurate a painting exhibition, exhibition and yeah. said and there was this painting, painting that he saw where uh, a woman was in burqa and there was a cage and you know she breaks the cage out or something like that and then he tweeted and he put the zaira's handle in there saying that hamari betiyon ko aise hi bahar nikalna chahiye you know whatever and then she said please do not associate me with this being in burqa is being free now you know if Abu Azmi would have said it, or some BJP minister would have said it. We would have said, "Oh my God, how dare he say?" You know all this. But somebody who's quoting some, you know, uh, her version of Islam or something Islam, you, we just basically overlook it because, well, it is sanctioned. No, because the context is important here. She's not Abu Azmi. She's a little sixteen-year-old girl, and she's also, I think, she knows what why a BJP. person would say what he said and i think her point is to say that boss i am not here to dictate what is free that's, what is not that's free different, but i mean yeah. how to describe a person in a burqa or not right. see i think so we I also think have to understand that you know this is something we have never properly wrestled with that religious texts in this country are enormously important i think they are enormously important can you keep them entirely out of education at all you can't keep them out but all i'm saying is that you have to understand that if you bring them into education people from every religion must understand that they are subject to critical scrutiny in the way that every other part of education is subject to scrutiny yes. this is true of any text it is true in haryana what has been done with the geeta i mean i am amazed that this point is not made more and more the geeta at its very heart has the defense of the caste system hmm. and you can take chapter verse and see that the caste system is intrinsic to the message of the geeta now Yes there are parts of the Gita which I find very interesting I want to engage with but in the classroom I should be allowed to interrogate the Gita not take it as gospel and so if you want to bring these texts into the classroom whether it is the Quran it is the Gita or the Granth Sahib allow that scrutiny otherwise don't insist on religious education in schools so that's what, my what I'm absolutely right in fact I I would say why not just have uh, just religious text get Dawkins and Hitchens books as well sure. in there you know but the point Hartosh I'm making is that they are not subject to criticism leave alone schools but by our media as well sure, that's absolutely. the point i'm making all our texts i mean yeah. and that, that is a problematic thing okay um now two quick things one is subramanian swami has 
written to the government <laughs> that Arnab Goswami cannot name his news outlet Republic. You know, I read that uh, the act. Yes. I actually read it, and he's right. It's a, he's bloody. He's, I think but he's right. Yeah. Now <laughs> you can't use Republic. But why can't you Republic is not? It's written there. You can't use Indira Gandhi. You can't use Al Bahadur Shastri, Chhatrapati Shivaji. You, you, you can't can use. You cannot Republic. register, for example, bodies which have the word federal in them. It's part of the because of various. So all this is fine. There is nothing new in this. Or awards of India, you know, some awards, award of India. You can't do exactly. of India because. So why should Arna be allowed this? With Subramanian <laughs> Swami entirely. But you're with. So that, that's not the first time Hartosh has agreed. <laughs> that no, that is the first time Hartosh has agreed with Subramanian Swami. I was being sarcastic. But but, <laughs> but there is the whole 2G and all. Eh? We they, they, we're yeah, not on right. different sides on. No, but tell me, um, what does this mean that he will not be allowed to name his things? What what I'm trying to say is that in our Law. But what about in India our, TV? In our country, law is so no, but it's not of India. It's not this thing. This substance is of India. India TV can do like NDTV India, but when you say this is the RTI award of India or the Filmfare of India, that suggests it has the government or the state sanction. You, I mean, India can be a part of your name. No, it's not says Republic of India. It says I think I think he has a point. If you can use the word India, which is you can, which is the name of your country. Then I, I, well, I, I think hold on. The point here is not whether it's logically okay or not. The law has a certain framing. <laughs> the law is about the law. If you look at the IPC and start saying this is logically no, wrong, then Hartosh, we should start. Hartosh coming. and Swami have gotten together and Arnav run. Arnav run. Arnav run. run. That's yeah. a problem. I mean, so, this is about the law. So for those of you who don't know, Arnav has decided to call his new outfit, new venture Republic. Apparently, you're not allowed to call yourself that. And Subramanian Swami has challenged that. Let's see what comes <laughs> of it. But my point is, like a lot of banana republics, it's very homely. They adjust the law somehow or the other. That's the problem. Respublica, he can call it if he knows. But you know, in, in the same act, when I read it, mm -hmm. astonishingly worded, you know, beautiful actually. Uh, they also say you cannot use the image of the prime minister yeah. unless expressly uh, given permission of by the central government. So it's not just the prime minister can tell you, okay, use it. You have to get uh, permission from the central government, and which still doesn't explain how Paytm used it. Right. And it's or various or other organizations or, or reliance. Yeah. I mean, it's amazing that this powerful autocratic prime minister is so helpless when big corporates just mm. happen to use his, his picture, picture in programs which are amenable to his views. You know, I mean, it is quite. See, that is where he advertises. And, and, and also, and also, media will not take it up with enough gusto because. The same companies those, will give them ads. Of course, those ads are on the front page. On the front yeah, of those media. medias, which is why a, a consumer-driven model is best. You guys know what I'm hinting at, so I will not go there. Uh, now, Bela Bhatia's uh, house attacked in Chhattisgarh. I think you know. I don't want to get into the politics. I have a position on this, but irrespective of the politics of what's happening there, she's a very brave woman, man. I mean, most people I know would like say, "Just get out of here, yeah," because. You know, sitting in Delhi, we seem very protected. You know, for those of us who have travelled, you know, Hartosh, how far it seems when you're in. Sure, I mean, look, it's a simple point. Irrespective, I I think the Naxals have to be dealt by by military means as well, the, the police means, etc. That's a separate point. But how can you deny anybody the right to legal representation in the way it should be done? She's there preparing cases, preparing legal representation. You have a problem with that, you proceed and fight her in court. Mm. You know, All this is blatant. This is a, a police that can't find any legal methods to combat dissent is using whatever it needs. It'll 
provoke 20, 30 people, and this has been done before with Molly's, with the scroll. Yes. And they will then send them into the houses, intimidate, frighten, because every other recourse has failed. Ka shisha haan, ye exactly. But how does, how does Raman Singh get away with it? There has been no conviction of any sort of wrongdoing by the Chhattisgarh police in spite of Salva Jadum, in spite of Supreme NHRC, Court. NHRC, NHRC. Um, you know, but uh, A is that, of course, it's absolutely unacceptable. It's abhorrent. Uh, but what, uh, why, while Bela Bhatia did get some coverage and there was some amount of pressure built up and for which the chief secretary has gone and met her personally and the government has given that 50 and she still continues to stay in that same house, hmm. uh, all that stuff. You know, in the Kashmir and the Northeast, there are you know hundreds of people who are been, who have been intimidated for years now, you know, who, who continue to function that way. I mean, that that is how the conflict zones function. I mean, in 2016, 100 journalists have died in you know, covering conflict. So conflict zones have a sure, inherent I understand, problem. But that doesn't stop our duty from responding where we can. I mm. mean, it doesn't make it right because it's happening in those places that we remain quiet on this or not say anything about this. To me, it is evident that this is a huge problem. Let's tackle it. The fact is that your legal rights don't have to be guaranteed by a government with majority assent. You know, when the majority is in the side of the law, then the law is going and to function you know, in, in many, many ways. In many ways. In fact, I like to, uh, when, when I finish what I'm just going to say, I like Hartosh's view on this. This whole situation now sounds eerily similar to the way KPS Gill managed Punjab. Because today, I mean, uh, you know, about concerning Ms. Bhatia, I was astonished to read, uh, I think, a piece in HT that came about the IG. IG mm. there, I mm. forget his name. Kaluri. 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 I mean, some of the statements of Kaluri are amazing. He's, he's you know, somebody complains about, you know, he says, fuck you. Yeah. He's and the other one is saying, stop bitching. You know, things of that sort. Really? So, uh, so yeah, activists have messaged him saying, please ensure her safety. And he's responded he's back, F you, Naxals will be bitching. kicked out. I'm I mean, this is a man who nose. clearly I'm doesn't gonna, care. You know, like, break your throat, crack your throat and all that stuff. So I want to ask Hartosh this. Hartosh, you... What are your views on, you know, when you said Naxalism has to be combated through tough means or whatever? Sure. Uh, you know, you actually have seen the way Punjab was nearly lost, you know, in early 80s and mid 80s. What are your views on KPS Gill? You know, Look, as, as a simple as point, every individual violation of human rights has to be prosecuted and pursued to the very end. And that is a simple job that has to be done. As long as we can ensure that the police can act in any which way we want, but that the legal system cannot collapse has, has to be part of the process. And okay. we must pursue that to the very end. And in that sense, it is our job. It may be true, and we, you will go find this of Kaluri, that in that area he may enjoy popular support, he may have, but it is our job to still express our dissent and disagreement with methods and systems. Artosh, so, very true. I agree with you. In fact, I am on your side. But, you know, the question was a bit grey. You see, the point is the Punjab problem, Gill solved it. So we are in a situation where... Where Madhu, I, we had long yeah, time ago, Madhu you know, said that's the only way to solve a problem. Yeah. And I was disagreeing. So, so, so it may be the only way to solve a problem or not is always debatable. You can make that claim. But as but journalists, nobody, we have to question you know, it. This is... We have to enough, Kaluri, you will not find even KPS Gill has not gone on record saying that we, what may have happened has never been publicly defended. What has happened with Kaluri is that he is saying that I'm acting outside the bounds of the law and I will defend it. You do what you want. But Salva Judum did that, right? It legitimized uh, extra constitutional this thing. I just quickly will read Havil Mitra's um, email and then we'll wind up, but not before. Hartosh, tell us about the Jaipur Literature Festival. 
and on on one issue i have a disagreement with him so we'll just uh, bash heads a little on that one uh, but before that havel mitra writes dear news on team first thing i'm a subscriber I like the content i pay for it simple supporting independent media may be to keep news free but only if the content is good thank you havel very nice i think our content is average it can be much better and i promise we will make it so basically havel is weighing in on the discussion we had on ptm ceo vijay shekhar's dance and the point havel makes is that nothing like this happens unless a pr team is involved how is it from a party only those few minutes wow was made public <laughs> i wouldn't have thought of that and it made him the buzz for that period of time and havel goes on to say that you know we all know about the bhopal gas tragedy how many people today know which is the company that is liable for that this is pr you know selective spin selective leaks so it's not all that meets the eye havel is in the corporate world it's is in hr and the other point that havel makes is that what the panjana said of um a, a, a woman doing that as a woman ceo behaving like that would it be acceptable havel says you know such women ceos have also used such aggressive language they may not do those pelvic thrusts but that kind of aggression has been seen from stages and one point that havel makes is now paytm as much as they claim as indian company is not and vijay shekhar sharma is not the owner below is the major shareholding pattern alipay singapore e-commerce p limited 32.41% which vijay shekhar sharma 21.3% saif 3 mauritius co limited 20.37 alibaba.com singapore e-commerce 8.53 saif partners 8.31 so it would be too naive to think that ceo calls all the shots in a company don't know about abhinandan do You're right. <laughs> I don't. What's your percentage ownership? Mine is about eighteen, I think, seventeen or eighteen. Uh, no Alibaba, you have. I'm no Alibaba. <laughs> He is more like a caged parrot in front of the company. So um, the, the point uh, Havel makes is that this may have been a selective leak to accomplish a certain. You mean what? Bad It publicity. It just made him look really. Publicity. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I don't I mean, know. Yeah. But anyway, you can It's read this. It's a little like a WhatsApp video of Bobby Gore singing while they're. on the offshore site <laughs> discussing layoffs in ht yeah the yeah. lovely actually, hindi songs yeah yeah yeah, yeah 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 they actually so you can Within read a week all those of the layoffs there was actually you can read a... all those emails um a pity madhu had to leave early because she has to go for some uh, you know she has to go to the uh, hospital um on the jlf madhu I, in fact i think she confessed it's that attending jlf that has done this to her <laughs> <laughs> she said jlf is it was quite touch uh, i'll tell you what she told me that the non fiction obviously the curators of jlf don't don't have a pulse on what's happening in the non fiction world so like firang fiction novelists are over represented and there's absolutely no representation on the non fiction uh, that's what she had uh, mentioned to me so i know you had a parallel discussion uh, hartosh tell us about it and why you had yeah. that akshay mukul he gets the shakti bad first no uh, book prize ramnath goenka prize and is invited by the jaipur literary festival he is invited oh, to he come was. all he told us on the discussion hmm. all paid for delegate without a session why oh so he had been invited but not also oh, for so those of you don't know akshay is uh, he's been on the gita on on the rise of the hindu right the right. gita on press the gita it's press. a wonderful piece yeah. of work really well done and we have discussed uh, hafta listeners we've discussed this on the hafta and akshay is also the same journalist who refused to take the ramnath ganka award from uh, mr modi 
So uh, Hartosh uh, had a session with him on the same day that JLF was having a session in Jaipur here in Delhi. And the point was that, and they told him he'll have a session in 2018. Maybe they are hoping Modi won't be in power by then, you know. But I mean, it's clear. So you Josie think it is was not invited. They... Josie is not invited. Josie Joseph, Feast of Vultures. Again, it's the largest, highest selling non-fiction book. Why is it not invited? The Jet Airways has taken him to court for 1,000 crores, which has beaten Caravan's record. SR only wants 500 crores <laughs> from us. Josie, 1,000 crores. And this is your, actual... Your value is going down, Hartosh. Not a notice, but an actual suit that's proceeding in course, mm. like with us with SR. So, the simple point is, one is corporate sponsorship. There's Z, you don't want to get into areas where corporates are uncomfortable. Second is, you are kowtowing to this government, you are so frightened that if somebody has expressed dissent, you will not call him up. Where is the idea of literature in all this? But you know, the journalistic aspect of literature, I think, was adequately represented because they had a session on journalism, uh, you know, uh, and, and they had Sudhir Chaudhary and Suhail said as part of that. I agree so, with you. I, so I don't know what you're complaining they, they, about. They, they, <laughs> absolutely. Exactly. Yeah. No, but you know, the point that I wanted to make was that there was a lot of criticism, including from you, that the RSS people were speaking there. Uh, and I think everyone should get a platform to speak, no matter what their ideological uh, position. Look, I, I, this is the point I made, that in Open Magazine, where they was writing for us all the time, we actually went out and pursued it. This is a literary festival. Right. You name any other panel where somebody in the past year has not written a book or has never written a book and put them on the panel and discuss them. What What are the qualifications of the two gentlemen there? Now, what were they discussing? Just tell in our the, listeners who they are. The, so that Dattar Treya Hosabale, whose great contribution is that he's leading the UP elections for the RSS sitting there mm -hmm. in UP and there's Manmohan Vehdya who's an ideologue for the RSS. And they were both They're, speakers at the Jaipur Lit Fest. Between them they have not even published a pamphlet. The fact is the RSS can't publish a pamphlet because I mean the RSS has published only one work that they keep referring to which is called a bunch of thoughts. Appropriately mm. named because it has no coherence. It's just a bunch of <laughs> thoughts. And I will summarize that book for you. What is that book? Mm. It says who are Hindus? जो हिंदू देश में रहते हैं हिंदू देश क्या है जहां पे हिंदू रहते हैं हैं इसके बाहर जो भी है ना इसके बाहर जो भी है जो बाकी देश को सीक्रेट समझता है वो सब सेकंड रेट सिटीजन होने चाहिए व्हेन एमजी वेदिया रोट फॉर अस इन ओपन हिज डेफिनेशन आई टेल यू हाउ दे आर्ग्यू ये जो इंडियन कॉन्स्टिट्यूशन है दिस इज अ प्लूरल कॉन्स्टिट्यूशन दैट रिस्पेक्ट्स डाइवर्सिटी now, who are the only people in the world who respect plurality and diversity? They are Hindus. So this is a Hindu constitution. So we are a Hindu Rashtra. Wow. Now, the, this is the this is the great so engagement. your point was not that there's nothing wrong in all sorts of ideologies. I engage them all was, you want. Or you say so you this think, is a public platform for engaging every half-witted so view that you get you and think, I'll engage with you them. You think this was because A, uh, JLF Z was the primary sponsor and because the current political scenario they said, the RSS ko lake chalo platform. Now these guys are being cowed out too. That is what is happening. Or they could have got these two, but had Akshay Mukul as the moderator. He could have Not been, the moderator. Uh, he, Let he them have... discuss with Akshay Mukul as the yeah, third panelist. Third... Or you or me, or there are hundreds of people who can talk to the RSS about what the RSS is saying. Hmm. What is the problem? No, I mean I, I disagree with her. I have disagreed with her Tosh publicly on this. Hmm. Uh, uh, you know, mild-temperedly, obviously, because hmm. I'm, you know, scared is going to punch me. <laughs> Indeed, <guess>. you're mild-tempered. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, uh, A, uh, I think apart from the f its first two years or three years, or, you know, during the time when Hartosh used to visit 
the JLF. I did not visit except for one. <laughs> oh, oh, one okay, okay, but you know, jokes aside, it has never been a true literary festival. Let's accept that. I mean, we had Suhail said before he had written that one book of his ten things to be successful. That guy has been uh, visiting Z uh, uh, JLF for you know God knows how many years, and there's so many other people who visit because I, I as, not a, as, a, as a very does not address the heart as of my a, criticism. Yeah. You're keeping out critics of the government. This is the first year you choose to engage with the RSS. You are constantly under pressure. Your positioning of the your sponsor is in a certain ideological direction that you are sucking up to a government because you are afraid in the name of free discussion is hugely problematic to me. That becomes then an excuse to hide behind what is actually servile behavior in front of a government. Admit it that we had to... Our no, 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 point, no. look, I am not a fan of the RSS, I know, and especially Datta Treya Hosobole, mm. who has his obnoxious views on homosexuality. Mm. Okay. Um, but the point is, I am absolutely. I consider it illiberal to deny somebody to say whatever I, he wants. I agree with you. That's but my I think, personal opinion. Exactly, which is what. But I think what. Uh, what I think Hartosh is point. saying I mean, is that's is not what I'm saying. Fast. He's saying this is not. But I will disagree with everybody here. I, I think. Jaipur. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that first you say. <laughs> so I can disagree with you also. Yeah, yeah. No, I think I, I think you know the amount of news space that JLF gets and got is embarrassing for me as a journalist and as an author. Mm. I think it's a big long party, and I have yeah, nothing to do with party. it. It's a party. I don't think any serious authors go there. It's an orgy. I have I have attended two JLFs. That's okay. I mean, I, I, the no, no, I'll tell you what. <laughs> no, I think I honestly think because of the entire. You know, fun, musty, uh, uh, celebration, quotient. Yeah. quotient associated with it. One, I have attended two in the last whatever six, seven years. I haven't attended for the last three years, but before that, I had attended two. And I will say they have some phenomenal panels. They have some phenomenal writers. I have actually got, like, even I think it's ridiculous that Suhail said is like, biryani ban rahi chalo alu dal do tikki ban rahi alu ki bana do parathe ban rahi alu ka bana do he's the alu to kuch bhi aap bana rahe ho usko dal do to and he stuffs him mat karo alu is actually a good he stuffs himself everywhere but because there are a few such panels i think it would be a mistake to dismiss it because i can't think of any other you know popular event that has managed to get people people who'd be who would not be interested in the kind of panels but they get i don't I even know how to pronounce half the names that you know that come there i remember there was this Spanish, there was this French, you know, when I had gone. And you know, the amount I learnt over there, it was really good, yeah. And I look left and right, kids who... What did who, you learn? You know, about, about Spanish history, about Spanish literature, you know, the, the kind of stuff they were talking. I didn't know stuff like that. It was just a very interesting, you know. But one thing I agree with Hartosh, and there, you know, you see, this is again the thing, when people say, oh, how, how come that guy is writing in your, uh, uh, you know, uh, publication? How come you're giving voice? To, no, point is, how, how come you're interviewing that person? No. Get these guys, grill the hell out of them. And I think their Hartosh, uh, Hartosh's criticism is absolutely valid. I, I actually saw that one hour of session with the RSS people. That was a platform, that's what you said. Uh, personally speaking, I mean, even though Pragya Tiwari is not, uh, uh, in, not any, in any sense uh, sympathetic to them, yeah. it actually ended up being a platform. It was but ridiculous. But maybe our expectations ridiculous. from that as journalists, it's not a journalistic event. Maybe we just should accept no, that. So it's not literary, it's not journalistic. Yeah. So, what, so where are you placing exactly. it? So no, it let is me literary. try and That's understand what it should it is be. Literary. You know? what I'm so they haven't done anything literary. I'm sorry. So <laughs> okay. if they haven't done anything literary, they shouldn't be there. So if it is not journalistic, so what are the criteria you're putting?
I, I I mean I just think it is uh, the authors that come in. We are educating Khan market because Khan market empties no. out when JLF <laughs> is happening. I mean really, so that, I mean that must be the reason as far as I can. On that note, we will call it a day. We uh, would like to wish all our listeners a happy Republic Day. And now comes our recommendations for the week. Manisha, you want to go first with the recommendation yeah, for the week? Yeah, since we were talking about train accidents, uh, read a piece that came out in December in the Express on this man rests a rail system. It's this reporter just travels with one of the track <laughs> inspectors to see what his job is all about. It's quite interesting. Okay, um, Anand, you have a recommendation. I have an unusual recommendation. We always, uh, you know, we have these awards in India: Indian of the Year, this of the Year, that. So there is one Australian of the Year, uh, and he happens to be one Professor Mackay Sim. And he has done phenomenal amount of work. Uh, there's a Guardian article I would like to recommend. Uh, you know, on what he's done, he's he's actually used stem cells, and uh, his discoveries on stem cell and use of stem cells, especially from the nasal, uh, you know, cells, he used it for spine, and he actually made a person walk. Wow! So it's it's fantastic. He's a pioneer, and uh, yeah, read this Guardian article. You have two Punjabis here. Have some respect. Say pioneer. Hartosh, <laughs> <laughs> your recommendation. I would recommend a lovely Caravan cover story. Economist <laughs> article. I am, I am all with Anand. We need to push this country to read some science intelligently. Yeah, Nobody honestly, does. Yeah. And that was a lovely piece about the red panda and the black and white panda, the two species which have very similar uh, dietary habits, habitat, etc. Whether, but they belong, one is from the weasel family, one is from the bear family. What is the genetic underpinnings that have allowed them to adapt to this diet? have similar genetic changes taken place in two different species and they find out yes and I think it's a fascinating piece of research. What magazine is this in? Economist had a it's piece on this okay, and nice. I think there's a larger paper to which The Economist refers which people if they're interested can read about it but I think it's the kind of science writing we don't do well in this country. You know, we, we need more people doing it. Part of it is we don't have an audience for it. True, mm -hmm. that's very true. Um, uh, do you have any recommendations, Kish? No, I've been illiterate in the last one week. I was at a school reunion and a vacation. But, you know, I, I must say that when I was trying to read up something on the Punjab elections, because we would be discussing it, such a sorry state of affairs, there's nothing really, uh, you know, comprehensive. You should have read Caravan's cover no, story. No, that's what I'm saying, except for this. That's why I'm, I would recommend this, and though, you know, Hartosh is sitting out here, and it's not like... Uh, this 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 is a very comprehensive uh, piece, seven thousand word. You said, so, uh, because otherwise there is nothing else, and it is kind it of covers everything. So right I think now? I would recommend no, everyone not. to read this because, you know, what happens also just to election coverage is a chance for a journalist and for others once in five years to actually get an overview of the entire state, and that's <laughs> important true. to kind of. Okay, I have two recommendations this week. Uh, one is from Time Magazine. Uh, it's by Simon Schuster. <laughs> And it's called Europe's Far-Right Leaders Unite at Dawn of the Trump Era. It's a fascinating piece of all these far-right loonies from Austria, Germany, Italy, Trump let's get together. And although a lot of them don't agree with each other on many things, like for example, the Austrian was a little embarrassed because a German far-right guy said, you know, they have this in Berlin, this uh, museum dedicated to World War II, what they did to the Jews. They said, we don't have to be ashamed of it. They should be demolished. But the Austrian one can't agree with that because presumably, you know, they, they, they have suffered. So, like, but yet they are coming together to form a coalition of the far right using Trump. I think it's a fascinating piece. And also many things that I learned that when the Nazis rose, their first attack was calling journalists, you know, fake news, fake news. I mean, it is amazing the similarities on how they 
turned the entire public ire against journalists that is being replicated i i wasn't aware of that and it's it's very funny and ironic in a lot of ways and the second piece which i think is fascinating and i can never cease to appreciate it enough the podcast open source with christopher lyden because of trump we tend to see you know uh, most liberals around the world obama as some wonderful guy because he was he had grace uh, christopher lyden gets two liberals one a hardcore trump support uh, sorry obama supporter and one former obama supporter who dissects them who dissects obama in such a fascinating articulate and yet non loony way where he retains obama's grace but he strips him of all his so called liberal principles that he promised to you know he says in the first year realized this guy has buckled and how he had actually written about it it's a fascinating piece i point out the problem with indian journalism mm. they read pieces on the european far right mm. fully from beginning to end and when it comes to punjab they'll read excerpts yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is a really in, really in my this defense. is what is going to yeah. absolutely in my defense in my defense one piece is 7000 words and one is 1000 i can read in one sitting i can't read this in one that's my only but 25 days you had no yeah i but i only <laughs> yeah, that's okay i'm just like... pointing this fact out that's all <laughs> but you know i like to make a serious point on what hartosh has done hmm. um not uh, always done but you know i mean in, in for caravan in this particular case <laughs> in this particular case <laughs> which is that you know this long form journalism and why i mean then in any ways you write i mean there is of course we have to accept there's a, a attention deficit disorder you know disorder we have that uh people like i think um, you have india today you know india today doesn't carry long form journalism india Now, today doesn't carry journalism most of its cover <laughs> stories <now. laughs> okay. you have well, to read well, the well, cover well, stories well, but what i meant was you see to strengthen uh, you know a piece like what hartosh has done here 7000 words uh maybe there has to be a you know audio visual thing accompanying journalist like hartosh is writing exactly audio visual exactly what i was saying like the point so, i'm uh, yeah, the thing is sorry just finish yeah, and yeah. then you can like you know um, organizations like india today i mean the whole thing under arunpuri can do that because they have uh, the reason why they changed it from headlines to read it you know because they said we're going to merge Synergy. all the various disciplines to one that hasn't happened at all if they were to merge it or for example if caravan you know you to carry a, a audio visual thing along with this hartosh you make an amazing 2 hour 1 hour documentary you see to cover both bases does that i think news laundry should tie up with caravan but, for but that but you know i think <laughs> the two genres are different no but no i'll no, tell I you know what, they're different no, for you know, example the the piece that i've talked spoken about if you read it it's like a thousand word piece but i also subscribe to the time podcast so over 9 minutes it's i i think if, if when you talk it's about 100 words a minute okay so this could probably this must be an 8000 word piece the one that i've heard the one that you read is 1000 words so if for example you know hartosh in his lovely baritone in the morning when i cuz you know in that one hour when i'm having breakfast and i get dressed i have consumed you want about to listen to hartosh when you i have up. i have consumed 20000 words i may not have read them not but i've consumed 20000 words and a lot of these magazines give the print form read out so you don't actually have to sit and read it because if i read more than 1000 words once sitting my head starts hurting yeah i mean honestly but very very difficult 1000 <laughs> <laughs> words a day is difficult yeah so on that note we shall leave on a song because it's republic day and we all feeling patriotic i feeling patriotic hartosh i'm an anti national yeah <laughs> oh we haven't talked about the money we are as a government we are spending on republic day you said you're going to talk about oh that. dear i think that'll just have to wait yeah. another time 
Let's so, do it next year. Let's enjoy, yeah, you know, let's splurging enjoy this, this year. So this yeah. year, let's just dedicate this song to the country. And thank you all for subscribing. Those of you who are listening, spread the word. Thanks for being a part of News Laundry Hafta. If you have any comments, write into contact at newslaundry.com. You can leave your abuse on my Twitter timeline. Until next week, peace out. Apne ho ya parai, sab ke liye ho nyaay. Apne ho ya parai, sab ke liye ho nyaay. Dekho kadam tumhara, har giz na dag magaay. Dekho kadam tumhara, har giz na dag magaay. Raste bade kathin hai, chalna samhal samhal ke. laundry podcasts are available on stitcher itunes and any other podcast platform please subscribe to news laundry help us keep news independent to catch all our podcasts on news pop culture current affairs and sport visit newslaundry.com follow us on facebook twitter and instagram and subscribe to our youtube channel